Hi everybody, it is solo intro time with me, so prepare for this to be short and sweet. <laughs> um, today we're talking O Come All You Faithful and After School Special, episodes 9 and 10 of season 4. O Come All Ye Faithful's Netflix description is, As a winter-themed party fills the streets of Mystic Falls, Stefan and Caroline are at odds with Tyler over his plans for Klaus and his hybrids. After School Special is, Appearing unexpectedly at Mystic Falls High, Rebecca tries to force Stefan, Elena, and Caroline to answer her questions about the search for a cure. I just want to forewarn you guys that, um... We recorded this around the same time as our second mailbag, so the audio is not top-notch, but we're doing our best to make it sound good for you guys so that it's at least listenable. Um, But yeah, just just a mild warning that we are aware there are audio issues in this episode, uh, and we tried our best, but I think this is one of the final, hopefully, don't hold me to this, Hopefully one of the final bad audio episodes, and we finally get our shit together moving forward. Um, But yeah, on that note, uh, please enjoy episode 38 of The Empire Diaries. Hello, and welcome to The Empire Diaries. We know the risks, but we have to podcast. I am one of your hosts, Latoya Ferguson. I'm Morgan Ludich. And I'm Jill Dayfield. And today we are talking episodes 9 and 10 of season 4 of The Vampire Diaries. Oh come, all ye faithful, and after school special. And you know what? We're doing it with a boy! What? Hey guys, it's Michael Chasen, the ampy boy who comes on sometimes and uh, talks about stuff. The boys specifically. Uh, Some okay boys in these eps. Some disappointing boys. We'll get to it. <laughs> Way to do your own intro. <laughs> You're like, I, I got it from here. <laughs> it's an old pro. <laughs> the happy boy. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Michael. Thank you for being here to talk these episodes. Um, you got uh, an even hybrids in under the wire. Apparently the last and even hybrids episode. Is that true? Because the second one has the new one because it has to tell you everyone's reasons for wanting the cure. So, yeah. Oh, my God. In my mind, there are like four seasons of the show that have end even hybrids. So I yeah. am shocked to hear this, that, that it was this close to getting missed completely. Yeah, I, that, that is some timing. <laughs> Congrats. Um, yeah, so end even hybrids, the last one. And then we got to know why everyone wants the cure because that's important. Alliances partnerships, friendships, sire bonds. Professor Atticus Shane. (laughs) (laughs) I will, uh, I can't even talk when when Professor Atticus Shane comes up anymore. Guys, I haven't heard any of the season's episodes yet, but I'm assuming I'm in conjunction with the rest of our hosts in in saying that, like, Atticus Shane's great and the sire bond is a cool plot device. Uh, (laughs) Uh, oh, buddy. Oh, Jill, before we get into what Michael's uh, thoughts on the episodes were when he was forced to watch them the first time, uh, Jill, what were your thoughts on these episodes watching them for the first time? I was really excited that Rebecca's back and like real hard. She is back. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, Necessary. Yeah, much needed. Um, 
Yeah, a lot of it is still a bummer. Um, most of it is a bummer. <laughs> Your reactions to Damon and Elena at every moment were like the opposite of what you would have expected Jill's reactions to be it's, to Damon and Elena. I don't like it. I'm so uncomfortable in every scene. Yeah, it's not good. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, guys. <laughs> I was just curious why Michael wanted to be on for these episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I'll tell you why. I asked the same thing. I'll tell you why. Because the rest of the season, until the other episode I want to be on for, which is uh, the back spoiler, you know, the backdoor pile for the originals. I'm very excited to come on for that. Uh, the rest of the season is also not good, but I like uh, that Klaus does the stuff with the sword in this episode. And that's literally all I remembered from the whole first part of the season. So I picked that. That's all he wanted, honestly. When the second episode started, I was like, is he just here? Because, like, Jeremy and Matt are fighting each other at a cabin? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Where's Boy Corner? <laughs> I love Jill like trying to re- like figure out what Michael's brain was doing <laughs> in real time. I truly like when we were starting the second episode. I was like, I wonder what this episode's going to be about. I had no idea. <laughs> uh, the class with the sword was good. Class with the sword was very good. I'll give you that. <laughs> uh, but it did lead to us losing another adult character. Rest in power, Carol Lockwood. Can I admit something? Yeah. I think that's the most devastated I've been, like, for a character death so far. (laughs) Well, because you knew how it would affect Tyler, right? It must be. I don't know. I just, like... (laughs) And also, Carol's been around since day one. Yeah. Yeah, she was great. I was so sad. (laughs) It's awful, because it's also just, like so senseless like Klaus really just does it to settle a score and to be an asshole and I mean like you know mission accomplished I'm mad at you like it sucks and it, it is also very uh like I think it's it's a really well done like sequence and scene like I you mentioned you loved all the moody Christmas music drops and like doing that and the like underwater photography which like works so well in the reckoning um, I think it all works, uh, and it's uh, effectively upsetting. Yeah, very upsetting. <laughs> I will remember you. Remember me. It would have been funny if he had, like, you know, cut her head off with a sword, and then they were like, "Oh, it was an accidental sword." Yeah, she tripped. The mayor tripped onto a sword. <laughs> tripped onto an ancient sword. It's like when John Gilbert clearly died in front of all of those people. And he was like, he's just sleeping. <laughs> that was my favorite thing. Oh, good fucking times. Unlike uh, what we're going to be talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> hey, it's Christmas. Michael only remembered one thing from these episodes. So that's that. Um. I also remembered it was Christmas, and that was a good vibe. I, I like mean, a... it's in the title that it's Christmas. Well, I remembered that it happened at Christmas, <laughs> so that's good. Uh, maybe this episode's coming out at Christmas. That could be happening. That, that could be, be really fun. fun. <laughs> yeah, if we can finagle that timing, that would be very cute. Yeah, we don't plan shit like that. Which <laughs> <laughs> um, way would you like to talk oh, about okay. me? You I'll, I'll, I'm happy to go. <laughs> 
Uh, we're getting I, really good at this. <laughs> yeah, we're getting so good at this. Uh, I will tell you, I remember two things from these episodes. Uh, Rebecca forcing truth or dare on everyone, which I really loved, but I honestly was kind of like, maybe I'm just an asshole, but I was like, you could have raked them over the coals a little more. <laughs> I remember thinking, like, Rebecca, you could have gone harder. Like, she could you have. deserve it, girl. Um, and then the other thing I remember that I've never been able to forget, <laughs> no matter how much I've tried, that I see whenever I close my fucking eyes is <laughs> the tank top scene. <laughs> uh, he's wearing like a scoop neck tank top. It's and so the amount of Morgan. Who, who's wearing this uh, tank top, Morgan? Jeremy Gilbert. <laughs> It's my, uh, my favorite character, Jare Bear. <laughs> his tits. Uh, like, his... The cleavage on display. The pet... Like, it's like, congrats. Good for him. I'm, I'm so happy for him that he got jacked, and I'm sure that it, he was happy to be able to... I don't know. I mean, you know, who knows how he feels about his body, but maybe he was happy to get to show off the hard work that he'd done. But, um... Something about that tank top, it's its wrong. I would have rather him just not have a shirt on. I mean, the tank top makes it worse. He keeps wearing it because he doesn't just wear it in Come All You Faithful. He wears it in an after school special as well. But the thing yeah. is, it comes in the scene after he's doing the wood chopping in the same episode. It's a different tank top. It has a different cut. It's not as low. <laughs> like, why in that first scene is it so low? Like, well, that's someone like, that's his on working set thing, was like, we gotta get the girls out. Like, <laughs> it truly... Tit watch. That's the thing. It was tit watch, and they were just like, we, like, gotta do... Like, it, it was a choice. Nothing happens on accident. Like, that was a, a choice, and I... Whoever made that choice, come on the pod. <laughs> I have some questions for you. So many yeah, questions. It's like... Yeah, but like, luckily he then later like puts a shirt on over it. But also in the second episode, Matt is like wearing like a sleeveless gray t-shirt, and I was like, "That's a cute little look." Why didn't you could have done that? <laughs> but you, you can't see the boobs if you do that. That's what I wanted though <laughs> was to not see them. So yeah, those are the two things I remember. <laughs> I think I remember being like, "Oh, cool, their first Christmas episode," but um. Yeah, beyond that, these two things, I recall. Yeah, um, so, yeah, I remember, of course, Klaus uh, doing some some Christmas murders. <laughs> doing a little Christmas massacre. You know, you know how you do. Uh, R.I.P. Kara Lockwood again. That fucking sucked. Because, obviously, as we were talking about, like, it doesn't really matter he's killing all these hybrids, because it's what we've said a million times. Even though, you know... Kim had fire to her, but, like, she wasn't around that long to be, like, a real character anyway. So that's why she gets to get killed last, but, like, she still gets killed. And let's see. What else did I remember? Of course, Jeremy the Tank Top, because I love sending you text gifts of that. <laughs> Just to cyberbullying. I love to cyberbully more. <laughs> My favorite thing. Um, let's see. What else did I remember? Um, remember hating Attica Shane? Yeah, yeah. Uh, remember being happy Rebecca's back? Um, remember singing, oh, we're introducing Bonnie's dad now? Four seasons in? 
And you get the little twist is like, oh, it's her dad. Because, like, she doesn't react when he shows up at the gym. But, like, there's, there's a non-reaction. I even clocked it. Like, look at that non-reaction. I literally thought, I was like, I was like, is this the character that's Bonnie's dad? Like, I truly didn't remember. And I was like, I guess not, because she's not reacting. The way you would react if your parents showed up at your school and talked to everyone. And announced they were the new mayor. Yeah, uh, is she finding out there, or what? I must interject here. Uh, are you telling me right now that this is the first episode with Bonnie's dad in it? Did you not know that? I was completely under the impression that he was, like, a minor character this season and a few other episodes. Oh, like, I knew he was introduced wait, this, this season. This is in a bit. Oh, my God. That's no, that's, that is nuts. I fully thought, <laughs> I, like, I never thought he was, like, a major character, but I thought he got introduced, like, you know, beginning of the season, was in the background in a couple episodes, then becomes the mayor in this episode. I had no idea this was actually his first episode. That is insane that is completely bonkers like kind of storytelling you do around a character that you value and are treating well oh my god okay wow jill in the first in the first episode you were like i want bonnie to have like you know a storyline that's good and not with jeremy and i'm like well here we go (laughs) but i spent so much of this episode like okay my memory is shit but ha- what have they said about Bonnie's dad in the past? Like, they, what's his- he's non-witch, and then like the witch is all like her mom's side. Like that's always been the case. But have they said anything else about him? Like, just that he why he's not there? Just his side of the family's boring. Didn't she? she yeah, she said, she said it's boring. Didn't she say in this the second episode that like he was a pharmaceutical rep, like a traveling pharmaceutical rep, which. Yeah, what? but I mean, like, yes, in the previous season. No, 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 they, no, no. they never said anything about profession. No, <sighs> it's I, I, I can almost imagine like everyone kind of improving at once. Like Bonnie's dad's not there because he's a dead beat as <laughs> for a pharmaceutical <laughs> rat. <laughs> of course, they wouldn't have to ask where he is. It's not like they gave Bonnie a house until like last season and that was what if he was we, he was they, in the house they gave her a bedroom first they gave her a bedroom before she actually had a house and then we decided that her house is just like a re like them they did like set dressing on her mom's house set basically so yeah <laughs> uh, you want to just like talk some more about how the the, the service to, to cat before we move on to the episode at large yeah, that's fair, rather than, because it's not like there's a lot of meat to pick apart with the stuff with her dad, so, like, when we get to those scenes, we can just kind of skate through them, because, unfortunately, there's not a lot there. It's, it is so wild to introduce her dad as such an anticlimax. Like, it's one thing if it's like, okay, now it's time to meet Bonnie's dad, and he is this thing that's taking a huge, hard stance on, like, it, like if he had what felt like an opinion on anything other than seems like this town's pretty fucked up, but I'm okay. I'm in charge now for reasons. Yeah, He's clearly like a council person who knows about things. So like that seems like something that should be important. Like the Bennett should have had more like a part of the founders stuff than in the present. Right. Even though he's not even a Bennett. He's a Hopkins. (laughs) Yeah. It just, it feels like such an afterthought in, in a season where Bonnie is already sidelined into into being a like 
a prop of Atticus Chains and Jeremy's, uh, you know, guiding light. End of list. Like, now she's the mayor's daughter, and it's like, ah, yes, the mayor, the thing that matters. Like, it's so... Like, Carol being the mayor so rarely mattered. Like, she just was the chair of town events. Like, it gave her screen time, but it it rarely gave her a ton of weight, even though I love her to death, would do anything for her, yeah, R.I.P. As mayor, she was a pawn to Klaus. Like, she, there was a, a... The Founders Council was, like, under siege. She was taken... The Pastor Young's like, no more! She's lucky that Pastor Young exploded! Yeah, like, so she's just, like, so So her dad has shown up to just be Liz's new adult scene partner? I, I honestly think, like, we were joking a little bit about how, like, how hard they hit that that was Bonnie's dad in the scene with the two of them where he said it, like, three times. But I thought they were hitting it that hard to remind us, knowing now that that was the first time we were being informed. Now, I actually think they didn't do enough and that in the scene, in the, uh, like, memorial in the gymnasium, uh, Sheriff Forbes should have said, the new mayor is Bonnie's dad. <laughs> like, I... it, absolutely insane. To, introduce, to see him for the first time in a scene that Bonnie is in and to not acknowledge it at all and then to, in the middle of the episode, ever be like, as you know, I'm your dad and her to be like, of course, you are my father, as we all know. <laughs> this is also, like, again, like the 30th time that it's like, okay, here's a new character. I'm going to give the show credit here and assume we're not about to find that he's intimately connected to Bonnie. (laughs) (laughs) Just because of how he looks. That would be, you know, they keep doing that. Let's maybe they're not doing that this time. (laughs) Bonnie, my daughter. (laughs) Well, he's not a witch. so (laughs) So. (laughs) Just Bonnie's dad. Uh, And we should uh, note that not a witch. uh, Bonnie's dad is played by Rick Worthy. Who, uh, of course, was uh, Henry Fogg on The Magicians, uh, Alpha Vampire on Supernatural. He was also on Man the High Castle. He's a great actor. Uh, that doesn't uh, excuse everything they're doing with this, this spy thing. And I would love to hear Julie Putt try to defend and say that she did not poorly write uh, <laughs> Bonnie Bennett and that she was not she did not treat her as an afterthought because the, the fact I, I'll make another fucking evidence board right now. Yeah. Like, it's just, it is really disheartening. Because also the thing is, like, I love this show. I love so many things that I love in this show, I'm sure, are because of Julie, of Julie Black. Like, I I am, and, and also, as we've talked about on this show, like, TV production and making stuff, like, it's full of all these hurdles that a lot of people don't necessarily understand from the outside. And they are, like... These shows are essentially kind of, like, opaque. Like, we can't see what's going on behind the scenes. And I want to give people the benefit of the doubt. But ultimately, if your name's on the thing, you're responsible for it and how it came out. And Bonnie is just gone. They didn't give Bonnie a home until the third season of the show. Yeah. And that's, like, that's fucked up. Like, that's just, that's not acceptable. Tis the season, you guys. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Well, of course, he had to be here for Christmas. I want to point out that I don't watch a lot of TV. I can't, I don't necessarily clock bad writing a lot of the time. Usually I'm like, sure, let's go. 
I even noticed it in these episodes where I'm like, these aren't our characters. This is not, this is not correct. This is not my beautiful show. No, it, yeah. When I notice it, it's a bummer. (laughs) Let's see if we can still get horny with these episodes. I'll find a way. I will. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of being horny, uh, Elena and Damon wake up in bed fully clothed. That's the sound I kept making, by the way. Yeah, I I could hear it in my... (laughs) in my head, even though we were not connected. Um, Damon's like, oh, this would be so much more fun if we were naked. And Elena's like, well, that was your call, not mine. This is essentially every interaction they have where Damon's like, oh, it's so annoying. I have to be, I have to like set boundaries because of the inherent power I have over you. And Elena's like, just so you know, I don't want you to. (laughs) I have nothing in my brain anymore. I love control me, daddy. Like it's not fun. Cyberbond Barbie. No, it truly is. It's just like I, I, Michael. I'd be interested to hear about this from you because you. This is our first time on the show hearing about the Cyberbond from you. And when I talked to you about it, you didn't remember it a lot and kind of didn't hate it as much as I felt that we do. So I'll just say you're lucky that you weren't uh, watching the previous episodes where the Cyberbond was so literal that if you were watching those episodes, even you'd be like, oh no, oh no. It it is like it is they they say like characters say in dialogue that it isn't literal. And then time and time again, it is proved to be literal, uh, which is insane. But I would love to hear your take. Um, I'm trying to remember what I thought about the Cyberbond the first time through. Basically, I know Morgan was preparing me for, like, they're going to drop the ball. It's going to be really bad. And I was like, okay, I'm going to some bad places in my head, obviously. And then we find out it's the Cyberbond. And I'm like, okay. This is the thing that a lot of shows, they'll do something that, you know, it seems like it's not going to work out well as a decision that they've made and i and i basically am like okay this probably is a bad idea but if it in the moment like you know they introduce the cyberbond in that moment i'm still kind of giving some benefit of the doubt just based on my prior enjoyment of like okay maybe this will end up being good or, or maybe it'll end up like making sense, you know, as a choice, like, cause they could have a whole great like plan for it. And by the time they don't, I kind of like forgot. <laughs> so I, I, I don't like, it's weird. It's, 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 it's not a good idea. I, I definitely noticed like more this time probably. And was just in, just in terms of these couple episodes, just how often, it's like, it's such a thing where it, it's just, a, it, the, ev- again, we, we just said it, like every scene between them in this episode is exactly that, where Damon's like, it sucks that technically it's immoral of me to have all the power over you that I have, and, and Elena going, oh, please, just do whatever you want. Like, and, and, and then Damon has, is like such a good guy for not. But also, the show is also seeming to say that, like, but isn't he just, shouldn't he just anyway? Like, it doesn't even matter. Like, because she's saying, so, and so it's weird. Um, this is also the problem where, uh, much like how, you know, if you want to talk about, like, racism with the X-Men, 
or something like that. It's like, well, okay, we're talking about a genre mapping of a real world problem and how directly are they saying what they seem to be saying and how literally are they doing this and how clumsily are they doing this? Uh, and there's like a whole range of possibility in that. Uh, but this was pretty clumsy, so uh, not not great. And it's also it's also just like, yeah, it, it, I understand doing it if you think you'll get something like really interesting out of it or really compelling, but they do not. So it's yeah. just that you're, you're just left with the, the bad decision then. To your point where it's like the show was like, but isn't this hot or whatever? That's exactly what it was when they have sex. And then you have Stefan and Caroline realizing she's Syrophon and it's like, oh, no. But then the show's like, but look how hot this is. It's like, no, it's, it's gross. And also, uh, since, you, of course, uh, you did not uh, see my insanity in action. I, I got uh, quotes from Julie Pleck about the storyline which she does not regret at all um and she even confesses that it was done basically just to get uh, elena over Stefan as quickly as possible so she could get with damon and also all that matters is uh, you know how damon processes the storyline basically she never talked about how elena processed the storyline this is why creators should not answer any questions because because if, if you didn't say if you don't say anything maybe you're maybe they're thinking the right thing and we just don't know who knows the depths of their thoughts and actions? I will not quote again what she said about the Damon Caroline stuff because it was very upsetting. <laughs> Didn't care for it. Didn't love it. Maybe, and when, do you remember when those quotes were from? I'm like uh, trying like, desperately to get The Cyberpod one was like from around the time that's aired, but like the Caroline Damon one was like from 2018. Man. Yeah. Come on. Buddy. Yeah. She keeps saying things she keeps saying things it, it's it's free to not talk <laughs> learn from me <laughs> costs no money to remain silent julie after jill gave you season two of the vampire diaries don't you think you should listen to jill and shut up <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up that's all you gotta do <laughs> uh just wanna scream um yeah. So, uh, pretty hot though that she can't say no. It's like pretty hot. She doesn't even want to. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like um, I want to rip that thing apart. Uh, so Damon, uh, you know, is like I'm a gentleman, and they're kind of like talking about they shouldn't have done this. And Damon's like, Yeah, I, you know, I promised Stefan that you know I was going to make you leave and send you packing, and he, you know relays everything we already know in exposition while doing a lot of business changing his shirt. Uh, and um, like Elena's like, then do it. Like, do it. Set me free. And uh, he's like, well, I don't know. <laughs> and she's like, well, and David's like, I want to throw you back in my bed and never let you leave. And she's like, do it. And they're like, gonna kiss. And <laughs> disgusted. I hate it. Like, I, I'm not looking at you guys because I'm looking at the transcript, but I'm sure all our faces are the exact same right now. Not um, good. Luckily, uh, a lady's phone rings and she has to go meet oh, Bonnie. Yeah. <laughs> and Elena also says that, you know, it feels real, which doesn't make it real. That's what's, that's what's bad about the Sire Bond. Again, we have our first New Orleans episode of the season that's not about the originals, but is we have two New Orleans episodes in the season. 
again, Julie, some decisions. What were you doing? Um, but yeah, and look at that poor girl and how much her life was ruined because of the sire bond. I'm sure her love felt real, but you know, it wasn't. It's also just like, I, we needed to hear from someone who is neither Damon nor Elena that, like, like what the actual score was. Because Damon has, like, you know, has skin in this game and wants it to not be real so that he can keep fucking Elena, who he's in love with. Fair enough. Like, fair enough that Damon wants this to not be real. Like, I, were I in his place, I would feel the same way. Uh, but also, Elena, we cannot trust because we're brain is broken by this thing. Like, she's under the influence of something that's affecting her agency. Therefore, neither of them can be taken seriously. Yeah. Uh, Michael, uh, during my insanity, we were discussing, basically, the way the Cyberbond has presented itself with Elena is that, because, you know, as a vampire, everything is heightened. So you have, like, all, like, the heightened Elena stuff, and it's, like, at odds with the Cyberbond at first. Like, at first, it's, like, he kind of sneaks in the Cyberbond stuff. And then the longer time goes, the Cyberbond has basically overtaken everything about her. Yeah, it, it truly uh, laid out a very compelling case that the Cyberbond essentially whittles away all of her agency, changing her from the character that we knew and loved for the first three seasons into someone kind of wishy-washy and kind of Damon's puppet. Did you feel a difference between, like, Having having missed this chunk of episodes in between, like the last thing you watched was the season three finale. Did you feel like Elena was different? Oh, I, I watched these episodes and I was like, oh, it's not good right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I I also think it's it's weird because like in you know when you have a piece of genre storytelling where mind control is part of it, you kind of you know it tends to be very clear about like if you know if it is the type of show where it's like deals and double crosses and action and excitement and you know all and machinations uh you tend to be very clear about like what the mind control can and can't do uh which is the case in say uh preacher or in uh code Geass. uh but uh this is and, and what's weird is in vampire diaries you have that because compulsion is an element of the show from the beginning so to then introduce like a wishy-washy element of mind control that like they're being contradictory about how it works even though they've been dealing with mind control as a genre storytelling piece of uh you know an element of the genre storytelling they've been doing it, it's weird it's it's weird that they mismanage it but michael here's the thing elena and david had to get together so wh what other way would there be yeah i don't uh <laughs> hmm. Could have operated on the existing chemistry like, between characters and actors. What's what's <laughs> weird is like, but maybe not. It's like my thing is like it's not that it's like don't do that. It's like if you do that, the message is then, and it's very bad that this happens. Like it happens, and it's a huge disaster. Uh, <laughs> which is like because if 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 they needed the Cyberbond to get together, then what you're saying is. They shouldn't get together. Like that that's yeah. that Elena would never of her own free will be with Damon in this situation. But she gets there and it's good. Just there's just a little lack of free will. Like what, what are you talking what? about? Yeah, because Julie's whole thing was that uh Elena it would take her a very long time to either break up with Stefan, if at all, or if she did, it'd take her a long time to get over him. But this is like 
But why don't we not have that and we just uh, snap our fingers and they fuck? It's also just like other hot people are having sex on this show. Like, why not just like let Tyler and Caroline fuck a bunch? Please. Why not let, let that happen? <laughs> Jeremy run around in his tank top, which I'm sure some, a lot of people like. Like, why not have Matt like fucking so? Like, there could be sex other places. Yeah. Damon could have another love interest. Like, it, it, Jeremy and Bonnie fucking under a waterfall for an entire episode. Like, this is what we all want, obviously. But <laughs> I just like it, it's not like there is a shortage of sex on the show. It's like it's probably also, not like, seeing Haley fuck someone. I know she has like plans, but like Haley should be fucking someone. It, preferably me. Um, it, it's like, but it's not you, me. Yeah, and if not you, chill. And if not any of us, Tyler and Caroline together. Yeah, please. Caroline is so mad at Haley in this episode, and I like already before she even starts betraying her, and I honestly couldn't remember why. No idea. I was like, "Are you friends?" And Caroline was like, "This slut's ruining everything." And I was like, "I thought you guys were buddies." Why is everyone, like, just the way they are in these episodes? Season <laughs> <sighs> four. Uh, so it is decided that both Elena and Damon will go uh, to our, you know, our reprogramming Jeremy's broken brain uh, mission at the cabin. Whose brain is not broken this season? Uh, Matt. Matt? Matt, Matt is Matt's doing well. He had some survivor's remorse, but I guess we moved on from that. So, yeah, um, yeah, like maybe Caroline, I guess. Like, but she's like juggling so many people right now. Klaus, Klaus, what? Klaus, his brain's been broken. He was born broken when he was a bastard. From the moment he this bastard was born, he had a broken brain. Oh, he just needs to paint it uh, so then, speaking of uh, bastards, Klaus is painting a snowflake <laughs> that he says he prefers to think of as an expression of postmodernism, and it's his donation to the Winter Wonderland charity event. So that's our town event of the week. Um, and uh, Klaus has called one of his hybrids, Adrian, to deliver the painting away. Adrian gives him a little bit of sass. Because, you know, our hybrids are no longer sired, but Klaus doesn't know that. Uh, and he says, you'll do whatever I say without the attitude. And, uh, you know, Klaus is in a very bossy mood this episode. Uh, Stefan then brings up Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, you know. Civil War class. <laughs> All I could think of was that 30 Rock, like, Jenna, like, referencing CNC Music Factory and being like, oh, my heyday was the 90s. <laughs> Like, that is, like, all, all of Stefan's references are Civil War. If only he just made a bunch of Civil War, like, like references in this episode. It would have been so good. I wish he'd be, like, just, like, referencing, like, Civil War era pop culture. <laughs> a bunch of stuff nobody's ever fucking heard of. A bunch of plays. <laughs> American uh, Cousin. Yeah. Uh, that's the one he died at, right? That's the one they that killed is, him. I knew yeah. that was the only one you'd know the name yeah. of. Uh, so... Klaus is like, what's the point of hybrids being sired to me if I can't maximize on the benefits of free labor? Now, what are you doing here? That's that's, that's still slavery. 
Yes, yeah, so remember I'm just gonna like go in on Julie Pleck apparently this episode when she like po- like posted that thing on social media but like all the characters from like the originals in Vampire Diaries and like Legacies and what how like you know they would be pro Black Lives Matter or whatever I'm like uh, you have a lot of characters who I'm sure would not be pro Black Lives Matter. David fought for the Confederacy and he, reluctantly uh, and he deserted but <laughs> yeah, I'm I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Morgan. I don't know that Matt Donovan would be a, a Black Lives Matter. And for, for reasons you know. Oh, my God. Is that the reason I accidentally spoiled for myself? What reason? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I totally forgot. When did you find out, Joe? Uh, no, you didn't know because it was when I was searching for a Matt thing for your birthday. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, I ruined something again? No, it was me. <laughs> I, uh, but I mean, I mean, would you say, I guess, would you say the same of, of like, Liz Uh, so yeah. 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 I mean, it's, if there's yeah. one thing we know about adults in their, uh, of that age, is even they all immediately accept the Black Lives Matter movement with no like questioning and no like wait what do you why is it like this like they they just instinctively get it with no needing to be like talked to or uh, reckoned with. Uh, oh no, I'm so sorry, Caroline, because her mom's a cop and uh, <laughs> some cops are good. My mom's a cop. Oh, Caroline, don't be that. I hope Caroline's not like that. Miss, uh, I love Scarlett O'Hara herself. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. literally every character. <laughs> We're being like- honest tonight. Also, Klaus could have compelled Elena not to be sired. Any original could, because as Rebecca makes clear in the second episode, she can just like pop Elena out of Seven's brain. Yeah, seems like would have been a nice solid to do. Back. And then Klaus would lose. Rebecca wouldn't do it. She hates her, yeah. and Klaus would lose his leverage because he wants the cure via. Yeah. Yeah, misunderstanding of the dynamic of the leverage, pretty uh, amateur. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yes. Uh, that, uh, that's, I'm the problem here. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so, um, <laughs> this Klaus is down scene. So, uh, Klaus is talking about how he's got the hunter's sword. It's come all the way from Italy. And, of course, this is the sword that we'll be using to decipher the map hidden in the hunter's mark. Uh, and he's like, so how's it going with the hunter's mark? And Stefan's like, okay, well, Jeremy still has not killed enough vampires for us to complete the mark. We can't quite figure out how to keep him from wanting to kill us in the process. Maybe get more human friends. That's on you, losers. <laughs> it's on you that no one in your school likes you. Send him up there with April. Um... And uh, Stefan challenges Klaus and is like, how do we know you're not lying about the sword? Uh, and Klaus, uh, you know, goes over to his big old safe and he shows him that uh, the sword, the hilt, is like a cipher that you can use to decode the, like, tattoo once it's complete. Dun-dun-dun-dun. Uh, and um, Klaus ends the scene by call, both calling Stefan a martyr for moving out of his house and uh, telling Stefan that he's probably the best friend he has. Bleak. <laughs> oh. I wish the boys would just get back together. Oh, 
then we'd have something going. Yeah. <laughs> they just needed to smooch. Smooch it out. Smooch they, it they have out. a lot of like aggressive energy that would be solved via a kiss. So then, uh, in the Lockwood cellar, uh, our hybrid Adrian from before is like, I'm sick of taking all this crap. Like, I want to rip his throat out, like, and all this stuff. And Remember? Tyler's like, what are you? When Adrian was being a little bitch, he's like, I don't want to break the bond. It hurts too much. Yeah. You should change your fucking tune, Adrian. <laughs> um, so Tyler's like, don't worry. You don't have to take it much longer. And uh, Kim doesn't buy it. She's like, I don't know. I feel like we're plotting this revolution. It's never going to happen. But uh, Haley shows up and she's like, don't worry. I've got the witch to save your lives. And uh, Tyler says, yeah, you guys did your part breaking the bond. Haley and I are going to do ours. Off to the town square. Caroline, let's talk about it. She's in an all white outfit. It's stunning. She's got a pearl bracelet. Her hair is parted on the side. She's looking good, guys. The fake snow agree? is a popping. It's all looking good. <laughs> I, loved, I loved this. I loved this so much. Uh, we, we cut to Caroline yelling at her boyfriend, you're going to do what? <laughs> all right, five comedy points. That's good. That's a good bit. Um, and Tyler's like, Haley found a witch strong enough to do the body jump spell. You know, the old Klaus specialty. <laughs> <laughs> Klaus's favorite trick. Yes, they reveal that the plan is to hop Klaus into someone else's body and then encase that body in concrete and bury it. And Caroline's like, well, why can't you just do what Bonnie did and desiccate him? And Tyler's like, oh, because you have to stop a human heart for that spell and we kind of didn't want to do that. They should kill Jeremy again. <laughs> <laughs> you always should come back, it's fine. He's fine. He's got like nine lives. Uh, so Caroline is like, okay, well, who's dumb enough to volunteer to let their body be a Klaus sublet? Honey. Your boy. <laughs> My boy. That dummy. This is another way for me to go out of town, I guess. <laughs> yeah. He's always looking for a way to go out of town. Tyler's addiction to going out of town. <laughs> uh, remains. <laughs> Uh, so Caroline is understandably really pissed. She says she can think of better ways to spend their senior year than with Tyler buried in concrete. Uh, but Tyler's like, no, no, no. It started with me. It has to end with me. And I need your support. And we leave off of like Caroline looking pretty resigned like she doesn't have a better answer for this. I will just say, Tyler's a good leader. It's just a shame that uh, him being a leader is uh, in opposition to what the rest of the team wants to do. Yeah, like, it, it, I... Sure, I said this a thousand times in the last episode, but, like, it's, like, a whole straw man argument. Like, Tyler is doing the right thing for a group of characters the show proves to us time and time again they don't care about, which just makes all of our heroes look like absolute assholes fine with the death of 12 people. Yep. I mean, because they are. Cool. Well, it was a very cool death, so it's, uh... (laughs) As we know, they are assholes, and they are fine with these deaths. Don't say that about my friends. <laughs> but I agree with you. I love them. But remember, Bonnie only cared about Shane being hurt and not her friends. Yeah. <laughs> that's that was when I was like, oh <laughs> no. Not the Bonnie I know. Right? Oh god. Well it's I... Shane, guys. Like it's Shane. <laughs> Atticus Shane. How could you how could you not? If I had to pick one of them to save, it would have been him. <laughs> 
Bill's what? favorite character, Atticus Shane. Hey, quick question. What's your real name? Oh, oh, it's my name. It's Atticus Shane. Oh, by the way, I'm not evil. Like, just so if you're wondering. It's, it's like in season two when I said Courtney Ford's character, Vanessa Monroe, that that's a fake name. Atticus Shane. Now that's a fake name. Fake ass name. Honestly, Shane Atticus. I would have bought more. <laughs> yeah. Atticus. Just the fuck up. Fuck off. <laughs> Hipster ass, dumbass bitch. Um, <laughs> so then we go to my favorite scene. The scene at the Gilbert Lake house. Jeremy is outside. He's chopping wood. Yeah, and he is. is dressed, as we mentioned, in a very low cut take. <laughs> Uh, Bonnie hurries over to him, and I'm like, Bonnie, are you okay, girl? Like, if you are the kind of person who can be attracted to Jeremy Gilbert, I don't have that gene. It's like the people who can't eat cilantro, like it tastes like soap <laughs> to them. Like, maybe that's freaks. just who I am. Let's pretend it's that. Um, like, if you can be attracted to Jeremy Gilbert, isn't this like him and his apex form? Is Bonnie, like, losing her shit? Or she's so thoroughly thirsting after Professor Atticus Shane that it's like, Jeremy whom? <laughs> uh, I don't like either of these options. Yeah, I, I don't want to pick. <laughs> yeah, this I, is what we're stuck I with. I feel like Jeremy's apex form is like full emo, like eyeliner, goth ass sad boy. Like that is, that is the most appealing he could be. This is where he's, he's got his little tiny head on his big strong body. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> it's it's what we promised for since season one. It's finally here, and we don't like it. Thick chair, a real bear of me. No, 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 no. More for the rest of you. Uh, so Bonnie so. licks him clean. <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> I have to leave. Um. Jeremy is, like, giving the evil eye to Damon and Elena, and he's like, they shouldn't be here. Uh, but Bonnie's like, hey, they're here to help you. You trust me, right? And Jeremy is, like, white-knuckling that axe. But eventually he lets it go, and he's like, yeah, I trust you. So he goes inside. And, yeah, Bonnie can't be joining the Winter Wonderland festivities because she has to deal with this bullshit. Again, Bonnie can't have fun. Would have loved to see her in a cute little winter wonderland outfit. A little, a little fuzzy hat. What is she? Earmuffs? Cute. It's cute. Let Bonnie be cute. I mean, she always is, but let her be fancy. Um, so then we reveal that Professor Atticus Shane is there, and Elena says she there. invited him. Could, like, if there's not another way to prove that her brain is not working... <laughs> She has asked this fucking creep to be here. And, and they all think he's a creep. It's not just Damon. They are all constantly saying he's creepy. Like, multiple conversations. And Bonnie's always like, no, he's not. But, like, they're all saying it. They're always saying it. Elena has said it. Elena, you invited this man on your land. Stop it. Your land. <laughs> but, like, he... I. It's how strongly I feel about this. He's just everywhere. He's keeps being in every fucking episode at every event or I go away. Uh yeah, he is not for me. So um they uh you know, Demon and Elena need to be invited in by Jeremy. 
Jeremy is not having it. He, like, hesitates for a really long time and gives the evil eye, and then is finally like, you can come in. And then the second Elena walks in, she tries to give him a, an arm touch, a weird arm touch, which is normal for them. And then Jeremy immediately attacks her, and she has to get the upper hand on him. And uh, doesn't work out so great. Uh, we, so we understand that we're going to have our work cut out for us. And we're going to do it with Professor Atticus Shane. Uh, then we cut to a Stephanie Caroline scene. That's something. Uh, we have uh, them at the Salvatore house, hanging out in the library. Uh, Stephen, uh, Stephen gets, oh no, it's just Stephen in the library, because he gets a phone call from Caroline, who is, who is in the town square. And this is when she's walking through all the fake snow. And she looks like, like she's in the first act of a Hallmark movie. Like, where she, like, doesn't get the meaning of Christmas yet, because all she cares about is her job. Ooh, give me a can Paul Hallmark movie. Right? Would love that. Watch the fuck out of that. <laughs> Apparently we're gonna become a Hallmark movie podcast. Well, we're gonna we'll watch Stephen R. McQueen's Hallmark movie, of course. His springtime movie. <laughs> yeah, we need to do Stephen R. McQueen is not a Christmas Hallmark movie, but a springtime Hallmark movie. Couldn't even get a fucking Christmas Hallmark movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the off-season. <laughs> They're like here's just like a, a test a, a test Hallmark movie for you. See see how you can hang with the big guns. Is it like what's it about? Spring is it called like Spring is Sprung or something. Oh no! <laughs> Giving this woman a ride. Also, there's a dog from the poster. I I don't remember. I'll, I'll look there's this up really quick. I need mean, I'm gonna look. You guys you guys you guys talk about your little vampire show or whatever. I gotta. <laughs> we better out about this after we found out that uh, Cat Graham has a, a Netflix Christmas movie coming up. I think I knew that. That I can't wait for, because she is the troops. <laughs> of course I respect the I troops. I respect the troops. Cat Graham. For the listeners, Jill and I salute. <laughs> and I um, need to go. <laughs> uh. All right. So uh, Caroline's like, if I'm going to be a friend to you in your time of need, then you need to work on your punctuality. I'm in a crisis. So she, Where are you? She's just going to put stuff into work is what she's saying. Good. Oh, my God. I love her. Uh, she says, my boyfriend is a dumbass martyr. <laughs> but he's not a dumbass martyr. Like, now you know what Elena felt like, like for the past two, like, three seasons. Uh, I can't I, I love her so dang much uh, she's like are you like trying to keep your distance from Elena why are you at your house and he's like oh she's not here anymore Dana took Jeremy to the Gilbert Lake house with Bonnie so I guess her house is safe for her again no you fool they're disobeying you <laughs> and he's like so here's the deal I guess the sword that Klaus has decodes Jeremy's tattoo it's literally the key to finding the cure and Caroline's like fuck I gotta tell you about something <laughs> Tyler and his hybrids are gonna take out Klaus so we need to get our hands on that sword like today well you know how we always say they need to have better communication and like tell people each other like Caroline and Stefan tell each other things like they keep telling each other things that they're not supposed to like they're supposed to be keeping secrets and they're like I'll tell you though because yeah. you're the only person I trust yeah, because they're buddies. And they're in love also. <laughs> Seems like I mean, uh, Tyler's about to get the you dumped since uh, Stephanie's <laughs> single now, so. 
No, back off. Accident. Really Sorry, Jill. Now I have to, to to cross you to get what I want. Not so fun, is it, Jill? When you're the one getting attacked. Uh, see, one part of the equation is single now, so now I have to go after the other part, Jill. I'm so sorry. That's way it's really sad. He's going through a lot. Yeah, like, he is. Caroline's not good enough for him. Like, it's okay. <laughs> How dare you? I'm, I'm, I'm consoling her. It's I don't think Jill <laughs> believes that, though. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, Caroline's pretty great. She is very good. Uh, so then, uh, at the grill, Caroline uh, activates, uh, like, simp protocol and, uh, you know, turns on her cute eyes on Klaus. She opens with here to steal Tiny Tim's crutches because <laughs> she knows she needs to neg him right off the bat. <laughs> Klaus, of course, replies with Dickens was a dark man. You would have liked it. Of course you fucking knew Dickens. Where's that flashback? I love just flashbacks with them meeting these people, like notable people. I want to see the fucking Steve Lexi Bon Jovi flashback. Where is it? <laughs> Where are I, you cowards? I would like the original so much more if it was like a Doctor Who style like show where like all of the flashbacks were them meeting significant historical figures. I was literally gonna say, give us the Van Gogh app. Like, we need it. <laughs> Klaus is Van Gogh. That's the reveal. <laughs> Klaus is one hundred percent Van Gogh. Come on. We should have had him surreptitiously like bidding on his own painting at this thing. Like, oh, wow, everyone, this is this is going fast. <laughs> Klaus witnessing the moon landing, and then like he's sitting next to Rebecca's coffin as he watches it, and he's just like, "I wish you were here, sis." You would have hated this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Michael, uh, we saw recently that in one of their classes they were teaching the moon landing, and Rebecca oh, wow. missed it. They she missed it because she's bedding her coffin. While she was daggered for one chance. I, I do like the idea of Klaus, like, of them having, like, kind of an understanding, like, look, we all know that, like, one century is just like another. If anything really nuts happened, I would, of course, like, wake you guys up. And then the entire 20th century happens, and he's just like, oh, shit. Like, uh, yeah, no, same old, same old. Yeah. <laughs> no need to catch Finn up on anything. <laughs> Oh, Finn. Uh, Finn, does, Finn like doesn't know about running water, does he? Well, Finn doesn't know about like the germ theory. Like he, if you if you wanted to die so badly, just get germs, Finn. You'd be fine. Oh my god! So uh, she uh, compliments his snowflake. She says, "There's something lonely about it." She the snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> fucking snowflake. Um, Klaus offers her champagne, but she's like, no, too many adults. It can't be like a high school cautionary tale. And Klaus is like, well, good thing you're almost out of high school. And she's like, ugh, if we're gonna be nice to each other, I need champagne. And Klaus is like, is that our thing? <laughs> Big Simpin has returned. We doing? Big Simpin. Big Stampin'. Don't be LAD, we 
Caroline like refuses to acknowledge that they have a thing, but um, she's flirting up a storm. They're being cute. She texts Stefan, he's here, go! <laughs> so the mission is on. Then at Klaus' house, Stefan uh, goes in, he's on the phone with Damon, he's like, hey, my brother, who I love, who would never betray me. <laughs> I'm here scoping out Klaus's house. I'm trying to find the sword. Damon encourages him to check the sock drawer. Um, he shockingly does not suggest the soap dish. Uh, but um, he then, uh, when Stefan still can't find it, is like, just kill Tyler before he goes to Klaus. For since Klaus has suddenly become the MVP in our relay race for the cure, tell him about the hybrids and kill Tyler. Uh, uh, Joel doesn't like that, I'm sure. I, at this point, I'm like, let's kill Damon. That'll at least end the Cyberbond nonsense. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> um, Stefan, however, sticks up for Jill's boy, says no one's killing Tyler. He does find all of these letters, and he, like, starts reading them and becomes very fascinated by them. Stefan then asks Damon about Elena, and is like, where is she today? And Damon's like, I don't know running around, trying to figure out how to deprogram Jeremy. And Stefan's like, well, how did she take it last night when you told her to stay away from you? And David's like, not well. <laughs> <sighs> Great. Uh... <laughs> Good job, guys. Uh, so then uh, at the Gilbert uh, house, Shane, for the second time this season, decides to try to hypnotize a child. <laughs> um, and everybody... Feels that that's normal. <laughs> um, he he explains this method. I can't remember if we talked about it before. Is called persuasion, different from expression. Uh, and he's like, when Jeremy sees a vampire, he feels this burning desire to kill him. I like my plan is to offer him another option, like a different middle step, a detour, if you will. Um, and uh, like he hypnotizes Jeremy, and like. Elena starts talking to him and uh, she's like, hey, you remember how we came here on the holidays? Like, mom and dad died. Uh, Jenna made us come here. We thought it was going to be an awful idea, but it was like they were here with us. That sounds nice. I love Miss Jenna. I, I just don't think that this should work at all. Like, this is like some old fucking magic. And it's like, we just do a little detour. Oh, is that simple? <laughs> Uh, so she's like our parents would have wanted us to stick together and fight for each other no matter what and uh, Jeremy's just staring at her all persuasioned out <laughs> and Shane's like did that work Jeremy and Jeremy says in a cold voice she ruined our lives she's not even my real sister she's just the reason that everyone I have ever loved has died she means nothing to me it will kill her even if that means I die myself Someone she's not even hot like. <laughs> and then Jeremy says in his like sweet puppy Jeremy voice, "Did it work?" <laughs> Aw, buddy, no, <laughs> it did not. It failed spectacularly. Did it? Didn't work. Didn't work, buddy. Uh, Sent at the grill. Seth and Caroline meet up, and uh, you know, Stefan did not find the sword. They're like, "What's the plan now?" Um, like the plan is to make Tyler call off his plan. <laughs> uh, Tyler then, of course, somehow overhears all of that. They're on the steps outside the grill. I really like this location. I think it's nice. I like when they're there. They, they don't use it that much. 
Uh, and Tyler's like, you fucking told Stefan about my plan? I've had 12 hybrids who didn't lab for like a month. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I feel like anytime someone hears 12 now, they should be like, the number 12, that seems very specific. Does it not? Like, again, 12 humans went kaboom. Stefan knows about expression because he went to New Orleans in the one New Orleans episode before the other New Orleans episode. Uh-huh. He, and he, like, brings up expression later in these episodes. <laughs> if number 12 is very specific. Like, come on, people. Brains. So Stefan tries to negotiate and is like, I need some time. And Tyler's like, how much fucking time? Because every second I wait, I put all these people at risk. And, like, I'm in charge of them right now. Like, you already gave one of them to Jeremy to kill. I don't owe you anything. I'm taking Klaus out. And Stefan's like, well, I'm sorry, but I can't let you do that. Sorry, you're going to have to let him do that because he has a whole fucking dozen hybrids who are all there going, grr. <laughs> They're all like, yeah, we don't have lines. <laughs> yeah. Don't make us say something. We'll do it. Then they have to pay us more. Does that mean I can be part of the pack? If I don't oh have God. to say anything? You wouldn't have to say a word, baby girl. Yeah. Sign just me get, up. Just get bisected. <laughs> and then Klaus would kill you with a sword. Oh, yeah. I love that deal. <laughs> the dream, Tyler would care about you very much and Klaus and would Klaus kill you with a sword. Slice me. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I just want where I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then... Over at the lake house, uh, Damon tries to cheer Elena up with some alcohol, and um, she's like, I don't know, like, maybe I was dumb to be so hopeful about this. Like, I guess if reprogramming someone's mind was that easy, then you and I wouldn't be in the situation. And I'm like, so you agree? <laughs> Your mind's been reprogrammed. <laughs> um, Elena is wrapped, you know, she's wrapped up in a blanket, she's looking out at the horizon, and she's like, Last time I was here, I was so completely in love with Stefan. Now it's barely a memory. Is that the sire bond? Yes! Just that I'm so happy to be here with you. It's clearly the sire bond. That's not okay. Like, the thing is, like, I get that, like, if you did, if you told me, like, that a magic spell made it so that I was no longer, like, the world's biggest lacrosse fan, but, like, ten minutes ago, I was the world's biggest lacrosse fan, I'd be like, oh, okay, I guess I, that's fine. Like, okay. Because I wouldn't care about it anymore. But, like, this is kind of different. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is, like, the whole course of your life. Like, the different, it's, it's the difference as to whether, like, it's an interest or, like, you're literally, like, going to be a pro lacrosse player. Like, that's kind of. A, a year ago, she was constantly trying to kill herself <laughs> for love of all of these people, Stefan included. And now she's like, I can't even remember feeling like that. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, it's one thing, like, that's also very deliberate wording as opposed to the, like, God, it feels like a lifetime ago, which could mean something similar but less upsetting. Yeah. yeah. Now, being... Jill remembers very clearly the lake house with <laughs> Stefan and Elena, and Jill remembers nothing, but she remembers how much she hated that. Yeah. Whereas Elena was enjoying herself, and she doesn't remember it anymore. And because all she can think about is her love for Damon, that's not normal. That's not okay. Yeah, we all love a a love that annihilates our personality. <laughs> 
that's what I love about our relationship, Michael. It's like I've ceased to have any sense of myself, and I think that's cool. Yeah, I think that's I like that about you. <laughs> <sighs> so, um, like David, just she said like, on her podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, talking about the show I made you watch. <laughs> uh, so obviously uh, the roles are reversed. All right, Michael, are you okay? Are you oh worried? my god, Sire bonded everyone, and I love it. So don't. Uh... Actually, the Sire bond's good. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong. This is with why. It. This is why I'm so ambivalent about the Sire bond. We've discovered the terrible truth. <laughs> Look, is a powerful alpha, just like everything oh I get involved with. Jesus it's Christ. Just bonded. <laughs> it's so I'm rare, bad. but every guy I get involved with, they're always sire bonded. <laughs> so, um, Dana's like, I don't know, maybe there's like something else we can try. He like just seems very uncomfortable. And I'm like, he hasn't tried anything. Like, there's not something you you haven't tried to, to stop this at all. You went to the cabin with her. You haven't tried anything. You have not tried being apart. Like you tried being apart from her for one day. Like you went to New Orleans for a second. Yeah. And okay. <laughs> uh, uh, so then, do you think the listeners will like how upset we are? I think it would have been better if Julia Plank came out and said, "Like, well, it's like a metaphor for like when someone just." Is, has like really good dick and it's like <laughs> is it it's like brainwashing almost and is like is it a real relationship or, or is she just hypnotized by how good it is? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but here's the thing uh elena was digmatized before she got that dick so that's the problem that's the sound i'm doing great so then lockwood seller um I think Tyler and his hybrids like take Caroline and Stefan down there and essentially kind of keep them prisoner. <laughs> and he's like, you stay here until we're ready to bring Klaus in. And he like gives Kim a bunch of chains and is like, use these if you have to. And I'm like, not very trusting with your girlfriend, dude. You dumped, you dumped, you dumped. I'm sorry, Jill. I don't mean it. <laughs> you do, but it's okay. I don't want to make Joel sad. I like Tyler and Caroline. It's just that I would like Stephanie and Caroline to do a smooch. Stephanie's not in a good place right now. He's really not, not. Like, ready to smooch. Neither is Tyler. <laughs> They're all in a very bad place. Who is in, Who's ready for a relationship right now? Well, we wanted Liz Forbes to be with Carol Lockwood, but Carol Lockwood's dead now. Oh. None of them are allowed to date right now. <laughs> not one of them. Uh, so Tyler's like, no, I know what it's about for you, Stefan. It's about the cure. You know what happens to a hybrid when he's cured of being a vampire? We go back to being werewolves, turning on every full moon. You give a rat's ass about your fucking cure. That's verbatim. <laughs> uh, so then, you know, like, Caroline tries to appeal to her boyfriend, but Tyler says, I needed you on my side here. That's all I wanted. Ow. Caroline, come on. I Support mean- your martyr. Tyler, just listen to some Michelle Brands if you want to talk about all you wanted and just like, come on. I do diagnose Tyler with needing to listen to some Michelle Brand. If you uh, want to. I can say you. I can say you. First song of the <laughs> So, um, 
back of the lake house, Bonnie's like, Shane wants to try again. And David's like, I don't fucking know. Like, isn't Shane, like, dipping into the magical herbs a little too much? And he thinks using a vampire to suppress the need to kill another one is going to work on a hunter. It's like dangling a cheeseburger in front of someone on the master cleanse. That's exactly what it's like. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he says, you should find someone else to attach your warm and fuzzy detour feelings to. And it's like, ah, whoever could Jeremy have warm and fuzzy feelings towards who's not a vampire? Not For a second, him. I totally forgot about what happens in the episode, and I thought he was looking right at Damon. Yes. He says, you know, I have that kind of feeling about you. And I'm like, well, Jeremy, it's a vampire. That was some weird editing. It does, like, cut right to Damon. It's like, what? <laughs> but, of course, he's talking to Bonnie, and she is, like, kind of bashful. And But everyone's like, this is cute. Let's give them some space. And uh, then uh, outside... Okay, uh, dramatically, by the way, this is when Elena should find this out. This is when their relationship could be discovered or whatever, maybe. I'm missing a whole season of stuff that happens between them, so it probably doesn't work at all. They're no longer together. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh. We honestly <laughs> have trouble tracking it as well. Uh, you can forget uh, what I... Well, uh, nah, forget it. The dramatics of it would have been nice. I do agree. That would have been a fun moment. They've been broken up for a while, too. Yeah. She dumped him because the ghost stuff. He cheated on her with a ghost. Oh, right. That was (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Also, like, Elena found out about them in season two, which is, like, a while. That is a long time ago. I think you're trying Wait, this has been going on for so long. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we always say, though, we, we can't begrudge you know, Jeremy for having warm and fuzzy feelings for Bonnie because we have warm and fuzzy feelings for Bonnie. But like, oh gosh, that's my didn't opinion. stop me from yelling no in the chat like 10 times. <laughs> yeah, he should leave her alone. Uh, to clarify, I am I am an expert on the show and I should be on this podcast. Like, we're just learning new things every 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, you can learn a new thing about the Vampire Diaries every day. Uh, so then... Wait, um, the vampires? <laughs> Uh, so then outside, um, like, we're having this little conversation with Elena and Professor Atticus Shane, and he's like, oh, the Bonnie idea is really good. David's so intuitive. <laughs> um, Bonnie told me about your relationship with him. You know, I told me to cry. And Elena's like, yeah, it's complicated. Any ideas how to hypnotize me out of it? And uh, Shane goes, you know, in all my world travels, the one spell that I've never found how to break somebody from loving too much. Trust me, I've looked. That sound. That's not the problem. And also, he's the villain, so why are we supposed to be like, find that like, sweet and romantic? He's bad. Shut up. No thing. So this is where he admits that he has a dead wife. This is a dead wife. The bitch is coming out of retirement. Dead wife. Dead wife. Also a dead son. Uh, so that's a new thing to add to the mix. And he's like, yeah, I'm just, you know, I looked for a long time to like find a way to not miss them. It's so sad. I'm so sad for Professor Addy uh, Shane. I mean, murdered 12 people. He had a way to not miss them, become a vampire, and turn it off. He knows this. He's like, he fangirls over vampires every fucking day of his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate him. I hate the story. 
So then Damon shows up, and he's like, yeah, if your hypno-herbs work, we should all be singing Kumbaya around the fire by dinner. And uh, tell me, uh, why am I not killing you? No idea. And he's like, seriously, why are you after the cure? And Shane says, I didn't say I was looking for the cure, but I can tell you where to find it. David's like, why the fuck are we class the swords and tell us where to find it? He says, no, the sword can lead you there, but I can too, because I've already been there. Gotta kill more people. Gotta do more massacres. This is just really elegant and direct, the way this whole cure thing is, is shaking out. <laughs> it just sucks because, like, first three seasons are plotted so dang well. Like, yeah. uh, so then... Are we being too negative? No, I, like, I, in my head, are we being too negative? Or are we being the right amount of negative for what they're giving us? No, let's, let's try, let's try to be... I mean, someone on SoundCloud would let us know. <laughs> Oh, Jill. Jill, were you happy no flashbacks? Because no flashbacks. It's given us this. Yeah. Do you miss I, a flashback I'm, now? I would take a flashback over the sire bond. Yes. I would take ten flashbacks. <laughs> wow, you heard it here first, folks. If you think Jill is being too negative on the show this season, uh... Like, I understand you want to listen to a podcast where everyone likes the thing you like, and Jill does, but the thing is, like, Jill does like the thing you like. She is just... I'm just a bitch. Assess- <laughs> <laughs> She's just an awful bitch. Uh, <laughs> Uh, she's just assessing uh, its weak points because that's what you do when you uh, care about stuff. And I guarantee if lots of other people, for instance me, were on every episode of this podcast, you would be getting a lot more negative stuff about the show. Uh, It is okay when people don't like everything about a thing, or even most things about a thing. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, if we gotta talk about it, it's hard to not point out the problems that we have with it, but we can try to be a little sunnier, because I, I don't know if I'd want to listen to a podcast that was just super angry for this many hours, so yeah, let, I'll try to I mean, I work like it up. We're being fun in our anger. <laughs> we're still cracking jokes. Doing yeah, bits. yeah, we're doing bits. We just did Dead Wife. We just brought we're back we're out of the freaking Disney vault. We're so branched. Look, you know, that whole, like, let people enjoy things. Like, what has anyone ever done in their life to deserve to enjoy something? How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's also just like, who's stopping you? Just, you can leave. No, we will stop you. You must be stopped. You're not allowed to enjoy something if we don't think it. I mean, how much have we shat on Cole Michelson? Like, it'll be fine, you guys. We're about to shit on him some more, so. I'm not going to say anything critical about his new blonde pilots. Uh, <laughs> or so how he looks unwell. He looks ill. <laughs> uh, so uh, then, uh, Town Square, we check in with Carol. She has a little cross with April, who's wearing her Miss Mystic Falls crown and sash, which is very cute. Um, Tyler sees her son and offers him a glass of champagne and they're like, come on, quick toast before people can judge us. It's so cute. I love them. That's, yeah. really, that's something to miss. Like, I like, will miss their interactions. because They like the relationship. 
Yeah, me too, because, like, they really seemed to, like, find it. Like, after, like, it wasn't, it clearly wasn't easy for them while uh, his, you know, mean, fighty dad was alive. But, like, you know, they like, found a way to work together, and they just really love each other so much. Really sad. I'm gonna cry now. Jesus. Yeah, I wonder about So, um, Carol, you know, knows her son, and she's like, hey, what's wrong? You have to, them on a bench, uh, a little bit away from the party. And Tyler's like, please say something. And it's such a lovely, like, little human moment here. So, he, like, this is a very good thing. She says, but you'll miss graduation. <laughs> and she's like, which I guess is a ridiculous thing to worry about. And it's just, of course, she's worried about that. You know, like, she's a human being. She's his mom. Like, these are the kind of things she thinks about. Ah. Uh, Jill, do you want to talk about your boy and his mom here? That may be a nice spot for that. Yeah, I mean, I I clowned on it in the chat at first, but then I was like, if I thought about it, my mom would do the same exact thing. She's <laughs> like, graduation was so important for her. <laughs> she was so excited to like watch me and all my friends walk and like have her caps on. So I was like, that is a very mom move. It's really sad. <laughs> Yeah, just be like, you're going to miss stuff and you're going to be gone. What are you going to do? It's really sad. And Tyler explains, he's like, look, I'm their alpha. They're looking to me to help them. And she nods and says, you got to do what you have to do. And Tyler's very surprised. And she's like, I'm trying to channel your dad. She says that his dad would be proud of him because he's a leader. And this is like, (laughs) it's like, no, come on. That's bullshit. A bad man, kid, so. yeah, a bad father, a bad husband. Carol was terrified of him. Fuck this bullshit. We don't need to pretend Dick Lockwood was a good man <laughs> in any way, even though he loved the mass ball. <laughs> we don't have to pretend he was inventor a good man. of the mass ball because even a broken clock, <laughs> right? Two times a day. Did she say that she was proud of him, or just that he would be? She said that Dick would See, be proud. It should have been like a I'm proud of you moment. Yeah, there's no reason to bring Dick up no. at all. Yeah. Or he'd probably be like, like I, like, I get that it's like trying to be like, you're a leader, like your dad, like that's fine. But like, also, Carol's the fucking mayor now. She's not the intern mayor, she's the mayor. Like, she like, is running the fucking town. She's a leader. Like, it would have been, I mean, Tyler could have even been like, you're a leader. Like, I'm like you. Yeah, I didn't learn how to be a leader from my shitty dad, who sucks. Like, it's from my cool mom, who is cool. Like, that would be nice. But still. Still a nice scene. They could have, yeah. even a nice scene, they found a way to ruin it. Oh, worst show ever, if you're watching this. Like, what, you're so, you're so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking idiots. What are you doing? Uh, We love you, Ampies. You're not idiots. You're, you're, You're great. Thank you for listening. To us, be the idiots. Need, re- idiots. need to reiterate, I have watched every episode of season seven of the show, and I, I like the show overall. <laughs> even at, like, I I am a fan of this show. I am just mean about it sometimes. Um, so, back at the lake house, Sheen is showing everyone his prized possession, an old rock. <laughs> but he says, it's not just any old rock. And Damon's like, oh, I remember the exposition that you delivered a few episodes ago. Um, it's that thing? And he's like, yeah. Uh, so he gives, he does the whole Silas and Ketsia story, explain, which the long and the short of it, essentially, there was a guy named Silas who's a witch, loved a girl he wanted to be with forever. 
So he, his best friend, Ketsia, made this immortality spell. Then Ketsia got jealous and killed Silas's girl before he had a chance to make her immortal. And therefore he was cursed to an eternity alive and alone that is one true love. Um, he, like Silas, figured out a way to reverse the immortality spell before he could take it. Ketsia buried him underground, leaving him and the cure to rot. Everyone in the story just sounds hot. That's just my take. <laughs> Probably hot, yeah. Yeah, probably hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, so, do we get to meet him? <laughs> no. Shut up. <laughs> Why would you think that? <laughs> Why would you think that? <laughs> do, do I get hotness confirmation? Because they sound hot. <laughs> Based on what you guys are saying. Oh, I'm not raising mm, my eyebrows. Mm, mm. Why would you ever get confirmation on if someone's hot or not? It's crazy. <laughs> Uh, so Shane's like, so Elena's like, it's a cure for immortality. And Shane's like, human blood is the life force of an immortal. No more immortality, no more need to feed on blood. You dig up Silas, you've got your cure. Whoa! That's, we knew all of this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we literally fucking knew it all. He told the story, he did a fucking slideshow at the high school for some fucking reason. <laughs> whatever but what if he just does it all over again <laughs> this time he didn't say Katsia though like I don't know like okay he's like his friend wins. if anything he gave less information this time well there was no time <laughs> so then at the Lockwood cellar uh, Caroline and Stefan are annoyed sick of being hostages but Kim's like you're fucking hostages <laughs> Uh, Stephanie gets a phone call. It's Damon. Damon's good thing they have reception in the I know. Damon's like, um, my five baby. baby. (laughs) Don't ask how or why or who. I just found the answer to your Tyler problem. And Stephanie's like, for real? And then he hangs up, looks at Caroline, and says, We don't need the sword. So they're all good with Tyler. (laughs) Hostage stuff done. (laughs) Free to go. We go back to the lake house. Um, and Shane is looking at the drawing of the tattoo and he's explaining to everyone what the various things like mean symbols. And uh, Damon is like, right, like you're not telling us where he's buried. And Shane is like, yeah, that's my leverage, bitch. <laughs> Which, uh, fair enough. Uh, and Elaine is like, but what's in it for you? Like, you don't need the cure. Like, oh, I'm in this for Silas. Up until this point, he's only been myth. And David says, So write a thesis. As though he hadn't already. You yeah. know, this motherfucker's written about Silas a bunch. So Shane's like, Would you rather be the guy who writes about Noah's Ark or the one who sails it down the Hudson River? What the fuck? Shut up. And also, uh, Joe, you say, he, like, he seems pretty horny for Silas. Yeah. Because he is. He's just like, every time he brings up things, he's like, that guy's so cool. I wish it was Silas. That's him. Who wouldn't be? Have you seen the guy? <laughs> 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 this is a good new bit. Maybe I do want to be on the finale. I don't know. What's that? <laughs> it has, it does it has a something, canonical line. It has something very important in it. There are, it for, for the rest of the canonical line. 
for the rest of the season, unfortunately, for the next several seasons of this show, the primary reason I'm going to be on episodes is because there is a line of dialogue that I just need to talk about for 20 minutes. (laughs) And there's one in the finale. So that's pretty exciting. Something to look forward to, Joe. Did you just leave into a shot? I definitely did. Continue. (laughs) And you didn't even give me one? You're fine. Into a shot. Gabby! You were, you were being all like, well, I should stay on task. Nah! <laughs> you know how this show works? <laughs> Truly, I am, uh, Michael is giving me a shot of Fireball, I'm sure, because I can smell it on him. <laughs> um, so, uh, but Demon, however, does fucking buy it. Shane's like, you don't have to buy anything, you just have to believe that I can fix your brother. And this Hunter's mark is complete, I'm gonna take you to the cure. Walks out of the room. I really felt like Silas there. <laughs> uh, that was a Silas moment. Such a badass, like Silas. Trying to pull a Silas. I mean, um, that was, again, he sounds like a badass and like really hot. So sounds pretty cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this bit. But why doesn't she like it? It's at her expense. <laughs> Jill, this is like the one fun thing Jill, that's happening. Jill, we're laughing at you. <laughs> I'll just start agreeing. Be like, yeah. Jill, Jill, this is something to actually look forward to, though. Okay, yay. This yeah. is a fun thing. Yeah, yes, you're good. gonna like. Um, so then, Mr. Girl, Caroline and Tyler have a little chat in the bathroom with Haley. And Tyler's like, how'd you even get out? She's like, I got out because even your idiot hybrids recognize the stupidity of your alpha hybrid murder plan, queen. Uh, Tyler's like, I don't want to fucking fight with you anymore. She says, oh, we're going to do plenty of fighting. So I'm going to shove Klaus into someone else's body. <laughs> uh, and Tyler's like, we've been through it. I don't have another body. And Caroline's like, I do. Rebecca. She's got a dagger in her and Stefan's been hiding her coffin in the tunnels. We down Klaus into her body, bury her, just got rid of two originals with one stone. I will just say, you're right, Morgan. Rebecca should have done worse to them in the second episode. They are awful to her. Like, she is only dead because Klaus is a dick. Like, I mean, technically she's competition for the cure, but like, so are other people. Like, fuck. Like, she's a person. Then we fully end the part of the second episode that we'll be talking about with a, like, reality show hunt for the cure declaration. <laughs> They're going on the amazing race for the cure. <laughs> they, like, j- do. Like, the rest that's, of the season is that, just the amazing race. That's the show now, and that's actually cool. It's a yeah. good idea, actually. I agree with that. Not a bad idea. Uh, so, uh, Haley, however... Seems unconvinced, even though uh, Tyler and Caroline are smiling at each other like yeah. people like the plan. <laughs> uh, and uh, Tyler's like, you gotta call Bonnie and make sure it'll work. Uh, and uh, Haley's still unconvinced, but Tyler's like, it's a brilliant plan, Haley! Haley has has not met Rebecca, right? Because Rebecca has been, you know, sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> because the show likes to have... Yeah, like to have spouses not being seen together, best friends not being seen together. <laughs> Fucked up. Um, Michael, I don't know if you know this, but they are literal real life. Right, yes. I, I, they were on the mermaid show. That is something I always forget, but you remind me of it. Yes. H2O just had one. Yeah. It's all you got to do. Uh, so uh, so Tyler funny. tells Caroline that he... How dumb are we, folks? I, I'm going to 
<laughs> Tyler says, you're a genius. I love you. Take notes. And Caroline says, I love you. Even when I hate you. You're very cute. Take notes. But... <laughs> Uh, so, um, Haley tags Shane and is like, we have a problem. The plan's falling apart. And Tyler's like, I gotta go find my mom and let her know I might actually graduate. Me, meanwhile, knowing how this episode ends, going, okay, go find your mom. Haley stays in the bathroom with Caroline and I guess they just don't talk in between scenes. Also, like, maybe we're forgetting why they don't like each other anymore, but, like, what the fuck? I, I, I told you, Caroline was just always coming in hot. She was <laughs> on default not liking Haley. Haley she, she, her has done nothing wrong. But they, like, knows. became friends. <laughs> but then it, it's weird. Yeah. And then it was, like, the weird thing when they tried to pretend Haley was, like, jealous that, like, Tyler... You know, like, Haley's, like, so not into Tyler. Like, she's clearly not into Tyler. I know, which is like, honey, what's wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Please. What? Do you not have eyes? I think she likes taking other girls' men, you know? She's she's good like that, at least. She's a lesbian. I mean, I wish she was just a lesbian, <laughs> yeah. That's also what it is. Oh, that would be the dream, wouldn't it? It really would. <laughs> Anyways. Let Haley be gay. At the lake house, Shane Haley. very helpful. <laughs> Shane very helpfully taps me back. Fix it. Cool. Thanks a heap, asshole. He's <laughs> um, like, how's it going, Bonnie? Like, now that I've left the entire thing up to you. And Bonnie's like, I don't know, I think we're making progress. And then her phone rings, it's Caroline. Caroline's like, hey, think fast. I know the daggers don't work on Klaus, but what if we put his essence into Rebecca? Like, it'll work, right? Say it'll work. And Bonnie's like, wait, what? Wait, I have to be a part of the show now? <laughs> like, wait, I haven't been part of the main plot in weeks. <laughs> uh, but Caroline is like, please, just tell me, will it work? And Bonnie's like, well, I don't see why not. Caroline says, Bonnie Bennett, I love you. <laughs> Very cute. Bonnie accidentally, uh, I mean, not me, she purposefully, but doesn't realize that it's a problem, reveals that Elaine is here with Jeremy. Caroline's like, wait, what the fuck? Elena's there too, but he's like, yeah, she came with Damon, who's being slightly less horrible than usual. Caroline makes the sound that we've all been making <laughs> throughout all these episodes, and she's like, you know what? I can't deal with this right now. She says, good episode. <laughs> she hangs up, and she's like, Haley, it's gonna work, and Haley is being a real bitch, and she's like, I gather. Congratulations. <laughs> Um, but in her weird, bad American accent. I love you, Phoebe Tonkin. I love you so much, but you are not an American woman. I love how bad it is. I really, I, I, I don't remember it being this bad on the secret circle. And I feel like it got bad, like this bad on Vampire Diaries. And I never understood it. I've and heard like, the same thing from other people. Was she doing like a different American dialect in the secret circle? Because sometimes that helps people if you give someone like, Less of a like non-regional diction American accent and like a southern one or something. I don't think she was doing anything spe- like specific there or anything. That's what it is. I'll have to, I'm gonna probably rewatch the Secret Circle soon. Honestly, I've never seen it. Also, we're like, talking I'm, in my life. I'm sorry. Everyone says the easiest accent to do is if you're Australian. It's very easy to do an American accent, which is borne out by all of the actors that we pretend aren't Australian in our stuff. But I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it's hard to drop your accent. I don't know. Like, there are a lot of Australian people. Who are I, I never dropped my American accent. Yeah. Even though I was born and raised in Australia. Can you I was just give us a old. taste of your Australian accent? No. Please. <laughs> You're a native tongue, Michael. <laughs> oh, you, uh, I, look, I, I, I hate to disrupt the, the flow of the episode by uh, doing something like that. Let's wow, just, let's just you it. hate to disrupt the flow. When he pretended he didn't know what the mermaid show was called, he's from Australia. <laughs> yeah, you love the mermaid show. You grew up on that show. Uh, so, um, Haley uh, snaps Caroline's neck because uh, she doesn't believe that women can be friends. <laughs> I got him with that. <laughs> She's like, I'm actually more of a guy's girl. <laughs> That's the only thing about Haley that I don't like is that she has that energy. Yeah. She's like, I don't really have like, friends that are girls. Like, I just like hang out with the guys, you know? Like, if you're like this, I'm suspicious of you. Because <laughs> I think you don't like food. You don't like yourself. Watch out, guys. <laughs> the more you know. Yeah. The without, without the visual element, I don't know if that came across. That yeah, was I very... don't know. Maybe cut that out. Also, do whatever the fuck you want. I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Literally never listen to me about anything. Everything I say on this show, assume I don't mean. <laughs> God. Are you okay? No! Morgan, are you sure you want that extra shot? I have not been okay as long as you have all known me. Uh, but once Joe Biden is elected president, I have a feeling things are going to change. Once, and as all you listeners know, in four more years, there'll be another chance for that to happen. Oh. I want to die. Um, so, as we said, Haley snaps uh, Caroline's neck because she has her own agenda. Then we cut to uh, Elena. She is she's opening uh, a box of holiday <coughs> decorations. Everyone's around. There's Christmas cheer, and Elena's like, "Jeremy, I should take the decorations home. You know, we could use the holiday spirit." Damon's like, "Wow, look at you, an optimist." She's like, "I really think Shane's gonna get us through this. I trust him." And I'm like, "Why?" Why? Is it because your brain is fucking broken? Like, because you have mashed potato head? He's, like, do you have fucking memento disease? Elena! (laughs) (laughs) I love Elena. I hate all the TikTokers who are like, Elena sucks. But this is not my Elena. absolutely insane she's like i trust shane because the story needs me to like none of this is earned like i just you don't trust atticus shane (laughs) i don't trust professors in general (laughs) it has nothing to do with him because he's so cool i trust atticus shane i trust fitzwilliam sharp i trust uh yeah uh percival uh severe uh no. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> okay, those three. Those are the three people Michael trusts for those of you keeping score. Uh, <laughs> the, the trust rankings. <laughs> trust rankings. So, um, Elena's like, but Damon, you clearly don't, which is weird that he hasn't told her not to trust him. Uh, he's like, maybe because I think he blew up 12 people at the young farm. 
And this is the first time Elena's hearing this, even though he's been saying this all season. <laughs> uh, so Damon's like, hey, little tip, professor, I heard you before you even took your first fucking step. Because Shane is like walking in like creepy fucking lurker. And he's like, oh, great. We're back to the false accusation part of our relationship. And I'm like, fuck off. You did this. Um, You're not like, friend. It's not like a little banter thing you have. Like, stop. Yeah. So Shane lies and says the pastor was severely depressed. He lost his wife to cancer. And he sought Shane out for a little supernatural assistance. He says, I tried to help, but he's too far gone. I just never expected he would take 11 innocents with him. Yes, this guy who was very anti-supernatural was b- about getting the council back on track. Yeah, he went to Shane for supernatural assistance. <laughs> I just... Uh, yeah, I got a mystic bridge to sell ya. Uh... <laughs> it's made of white oak ash. <laughs> the tree. The only thing in Kill Original. <laughs> uh, so, um... Yeah. Uh, Jeremy shows up and he's like, hey, what you're talking about probably isn't important and will never get brought up again. Um, I think <laughs> we've figured out our thing. Uh, and he manages to not kill Elena. Cool. <laughs> Yay. Then over at the town square, um, like Haley comes up to Klaus and we see them exchange some words we don't hear them talk about. Uh, then Stefan comes up to Klaus, and Klaus is like, she doesn't like me much. <laughs> Where have you been all day? <laughs> Stefan says, I've been around. <laughs> Klaus, um, like, really on point here, says, I'm not interested in vagaries, Stefan. You've been dodgy, and Caroline has been lovely, which I've come to recognize as a tool of distraction. <laughs> now, do you have something to share with me, or should I compel it out of you? So, yeah, he... he- Basically, he is choosing to be Big Simpin. He knows what, what what it's for, but just any moment to simp for, for Caroline, he loves it. I like that I relate to. If Caroline was nice to me, even if I knew it was fake, I'd let it happen. <laughs> so you agree the sire bond is good. <laughs> no. Uh so um Stefan explains he broke into the safe to look for the sword because he does not trust Klaus. Klaus is like, but I showed you the sword. Like, what the fuck? What do you want from me? A secret brotherhood handshake? Yes, we do want that. I would like Klaus and Stefan to have a secret handshake. Do you guys have any fictional secret handshakes you would like theirs modeled on? I mean, I would personally love to see the parent trap handshake. Yes! I want them to do the parent trap handshake on the docks yeah. of this of the sex weekend vacation house. Absolutely. <laughs> Klaus goes there later. You can do it. Well, as you guys know, I'm a jock. Um, so <laughs> when I was watching the NBA finals, I was uh, taken by all the secret handshakes uh, everyone had on like the Lakers. They all had their own individual handshakes with each other. And it was like, that's really sweet. So like, take your pick, boys. So I'm a jock too. I'm uh, keeping a note on my phone of the historical fiction series uh, of books that I will want to read in the next couple of years. <laughs> and that's your sport? Yes. <laughs> there we go. Uh, secret handshake. They don't have one. I'm angry. And Stefan's like, I found the letters. We had a couple pen pals over the centuries. This feels a little, like, oddly wiggled in here, but okay. <laughs> but also, what, what is Stefan trying to get at? Is he, like, you're gay or something? Like, what? <laughs> like, he's like, you 
wrote to your victims, like, and Klaus, like, is keeping my victims' letters really so different than writing their names on a wall like you did? And then he says this thing that I do think is very insightful. Like, I appreciate the end point of the story, but it feels, like, very reverse-engineered to get to it. But Klaus delivers this little monologue. He goes, loneliness, Stefan. That's why you and I memorialize our dead. There's the briefest of moments before we kill where we literally hold their life in our hands, and then we rip it away. And we're left with nothing. So gathering other people's letters or writing their names on a wall is a reminder that in the end, we're left infinitely and utterly alone. So, like, loneliness is a big theme for Stefan this year. And, and I, I'd like to ask you guys how you feel about... He gets to a point later, and we'll talk about it when we get there, where he it does ask Rebecca to compel Elena out of his mind. Which tells us, like, he's been going through it this season. And I definitely felt like he was, like, struggling to hold everything together when he was trying to keep Elena and, like, help her. And he feels like he's sad now, but I don't know if I believe he's at the point where he wants to erase everything from his memory. And I don't know if he's at the point where he makes a few of the moves that he makes. How did you guys feel? I wasn't, it it didn't bump for me um, wanting to have her erased because I feel like that would also, it would obviously also repair his relationship with Damon. And I feel like that's also important to him. So just getting rid of all of it, it didn't feel too soon for me. But yeah, I'm I'm, I'm a fan of sad stuff. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, Jill. You know you like a sad boy. Love a sad boy. <laughs> uh, well, at least you have this because uh, the Damon stuff is not. Uh, I have to cling on to something. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, one saboteur is just kind of trash right now. So. Yeah. What's up towards complaining about the fact that he can't fuck his brainwashed girlfriend? <laughs> to me, if this was, if if they, you know, did, did a little more, you know, if they preferred to sell the idea of, like, these guys really are, like, 160, and, like, Stefan's attitude about it was a little more, like, impulsively saying, like, oh, the last four years was fucking bullshit, like, fuck all this, like, I admit everything I did was for nothing, this is so stupid, I was in a much better place. Like, that makes sense. Well, actually, sense. it's, like, the last year and a half. Sure, sure. But, like, <laughs> but like you know, it's like they very much have them say, like, this is the most important stuff that's ever happened to me throughout the show. So, by that metric, no, I don't think it totally makes sense. But, like, I get him, like, saying it. I don't know. If he wants her back. I mean, I guess in doing this, again, they shoot their stupid story in the foot because... If it's so bad that Stefan wants his uh, memory wiped of her, like, if it's that painful, the fact that Elena feels none of this is a red fucking flag. <laughs> that she can barely even remember what it was like to be happy with Stefan at the lake house not that long ago uh, with the timeline of the show. And he's, like, so up, like, in so much pain right now. He wants her out of his mind. Like, he wants his mind basically fucked with the way hers is. Uh, yeah, that goes to show. Elena's not well. Yeah, it just feels, it feels weird, and it feels, like, oddly, like, more aggro than I am by, but, I like, I, I... That's what this season is, it's just, it's too aggro. <laughs> I, I don't know, it, it works for me, because he's losing his brother and his girlfriend, so... Yeah, but it's, he also, like, he has Caroline, like, I, I don't know, like, it's, yeah, it's... 
it's not that, like, I don't think those things are, like, a wound of his, but it's also, like, he got closer to his brother during that time that he'd want to take away. Like, he, like, things have gotten better for him. He's, like, there's, he's had a home for the first time in a really long time. Like, I don't know, like, there's just been positive things. Like, I, I guess... I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like when you're that, when you're heartbroken, though, your brain doesn't focus on that, and you just want it. Yeah, every, everything's heightened. We have to remember that, you guys. I did forget <laughs> one moment that everything is heightened. That was um. So uh, at the Mystic Grill, we have a uh, little April tea. <laughs> <laughs> More trauma for her Swiss cheese brain. <sighs> Uh, she, like, discovers Caroline, uh, you know, neck-snapped, no pulse on the floor of the bathroom. She, like, freaks the fuck out, because of course she does. It's horrifying. She screams for help, but then Caroline, like, zoops the fuck up, and her first question is, have you seen Haley? <laughs> Caroline. She's like, who the fuck's Haley? She, why would she know who Haley is? Yeah, April's like, what the fuck? You were dead! Caroline does not do a goddamn thing. She just calls Stefan, calls Haley a little werewolf slut, says she lost her mind. She's like, go to the Lockwood cellar, make sure Rebecca's body's still there. I'm going to find Tyler. Haley's trying to screw this up. Uh, then she looks at April, she smiles, and she compels her to forget everything she just saw in her. She says, you are Miss Mystic Falls, you have duties to fulfill. April's like, oh, okay. And And she's clearly still scared. So Caroline, notice that. Like, she's still clearly terrified. She was obviously not compelled. (laughs) Yeah. And I get that Caroline is in a stressful situation. She's juggling juggling a lot of plates. But come on. She's juggling plates. She's spinning a lot of plates. I I had a shot. (laughs) So then uh, she walks outside only to find... My sweet, sweet Maddie Blue, who we saw in the background of a shot earlier, but that doesn't count. (laughs) Finally joining him. Him and April, they were both just like, had little bits before, but now they're here when we're over halfway done with the episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, Matt's like, wait, the fuck, April saw you? And Caroline's like, yeah, it's fine, it compelled her. He's like, no, she's wearing Jeremy's Vervain bracelet. She cannot be compelled. Yeah, she's wearing his ground bracelet that he gave to her. (laughs) Hey, uh, April, you want this, uh, bracelet? It's just on the... <laughs> My guy, Jeremy. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Give me the ground bracelet. <laughs> like, imagine simping for Jeremy so hard you'd take his ground bracelet. Could not be me. <laughs> the opposite of how I feel. <laughs> uh, then, in the town square, Tyler is leaving a voicemail for his mom. That makes me feel nothing. Um, he's like, I don't see you, but things have changed. It's all going to be fine. I'll be back later and I'll pick you up. Where, like, where was she? Because they were both, like, eventually, like, looking for each other. Like, where was she? Mayoral duties. <laughs> so, uh, then he sees Haley. And he's like, and Tyler's like, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be taking the witch to the cellar. And Haley says, there is no witch, Tyler. I made it up. We catch the woods. Uh, Kim and the other hybrids are there. Kim's like, where's the witch? Like, Adrian should be here any second. We see Adrian. He doesn't look well. It is because his heart is in the process of being <laughs> ripped out of his body. Uh, back to the town square, Haley's like, I never intended for you to put Klaus down. I needed him for the sacrifice. And Tyler's like, 
the what now? Michael, would you like to describe the action we for? Uh... Klaus uh, proceeds to be there and uh, kills all the hybrids with uh, the fucking sword. Uh, someone gets their head chopped off. They get kind of cut down a little bit. Uh, someone gets, you know, stuck to a tree with the sword, impaled. And uh, Klaus just going ham, killing all these people. Uh, all these hybrids who uh, suck and aren't cool, uh, which the hybrids <laughs> never were at all. Uh, and it's good to see him do this, uh, because it's awesome and he's getting covered in blood and it kicks ass. Uh, this is good. I remember, uh, this is why I'm on the episode, basically. <laughs> I remember liking it, uh, so much at the time, mainly because, uh, I felt like, you know, when you have, you introduce, like, the ultimate evil and he's the nemesis, but then you, like, kind of move on from that storyline and have him just be part of the main cast for a while. It's like, okay, he starts to lose his edge. And I, at this point, was particularly feeling like, Klaus needs to fucking do something. Like, you need, we need to remind ourselves that, like, this is, like, the, the ultimate, like, dangerous guy that, like, you're not supposed to... This is who you want to be the lead of your, your spinoff, you know, so... Yeah, you're not supposed to fuck with him. So, yeah, he takes the fucking sword and kills everyone. And also, it's, it's good because it's also like, okay, we have this sword that's, like, this magic sword. And it's, like, the magic thing about it is not related to using it to kill people. It's, it's based on other you know, enchanted properties, uh, the details of which I've forgotten. Uh, but it's like, okay, so you're clearly waiting, like, okay, but, like, are we going to use it like uh, a sword in a big cool scene where Klaus kills everyone? And uh, he fucking does. So that's, uh, it's good shit. It's not, like, the coolest, like, action scene ever. It's like a little, you know, they're kind of, you know, they're not showing you everything. It's not, like, amazing choreography or whatever. But, like, it's cool. It fucking, you know, it's fun. Uh, I like seeing Klaus covered in blood and killing people. Love a man covered in blood. <laughs> With a sword? Yeah. yeah. I think you also very, like, you found it very cathartic because you were sick of being told the hybrids were important. They suck so bad. It's, characters. it's very, yeah, and it's good. Talk yeah. a lot about this. And thank God, it was, it, it's good too that it was Klaus that killed them all because him just being like, okay, fuck my stupid fucking plot line for this all. <laughs> Uh, fuck my storyline for the past season and a half uh, so, which is actually kind of a baller move uh, so then Haley is like I don't know how to explain it but I need to deal with someone who can help me find my family there needed to be 12 for the sacrifice Tyler zoics and she says I'm sorry Tyler's like wait what the fuck did you do Haley's like if you run now you might make it out alive then we have uh, that final uh, dope-ass scene, he kills Kim, Kim gets some dialogue, he's like, where's Tyler, do well to answer me, and Kim's like, I don't know, and he's like, wrong answer, he backs her up against the, like, the iron bars, and he puts the knife to her throat, and they just, like, the sword to her throat, and they just, like, pushes, uh, and it decapitates her, and it kind of rolls. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> Um, and then he's like, and then he kind of like relaxes and he's like, cool, I nailed it. All according to plan. <laughs> <laughs> Just, this is my design. Um, so then back at the lake house, um, uh, everyone's there. Jeremy pulls out some mistletoe and he's like, guys, look. <laughs> I'm like, that's the Jeremy, I know. <laughs> um, and Elena's like, ew, Jenna, you said to make out with Logan Fell. Uh, then she goes over to Damon and tries to use the mistletoe on him, and she's like, ain't I a cute little stinker? Uh, which she is, but... No. Not right Not now. anymore. <laughs> not anymore. So Damon's like, we can't. Like, I can't do this. And Elena's like, Damon, 
can't keep telling me this isn't real. I know how I feel and that you feel it too. So stop fighting it. I will say again, yes, you need to have actual feelings for someone for the sire bond, which uh, again, it should mean that every fucking vampire is sire bound to someone. But it also warps it to be more than just how you originally feel. There's bad amplification. There's also heightened amplification. It's not real. It is just not real, even if it's based on something real. And, and I'll take all for I will I will play devil's advocate, and I will say like I, I do like I like I said like the, this is based off of real feelings. Even if if without the sire bond, the exact same thing would have been happening. It is more like I, I can't imagine being told that like my mind has been compromised, but being like, that's fine. <laughs> like, I don't care. Sounds good. Like if someone's like, this thing will change how you feel. It'll make you beholden to someone and unable to say no, especially given that like they are going for the cure, which would take this away, change everything. And as of right now, Elena is a vampire with nothing but time. You get that everything is heightened, but what if you just like pump the brakes? <laughs> Focus on your brother who's going through all this shit. Your friend Bonnie who seems to be falling into a predatory relationship with a creepy older man. And Caroline who's doing great um, <laughs> for the most part. She's really on top of all of it. Tyler, your best friend. His mom just died. Like, it, it, there are other things you could throw your energy into and other things that like I believe Elena would care about more. Remember when Elena cared about other things? It also like it sucks. It just feels like Elena doesn't give a shit about her friends anymore, which is disappointing. Uh so anyway. Uh like Damon's like, uh Christmas is always Stefan and Nine's favorite holiday when we were kids. Not that we've like ever celebrated it. And Elena's like, oh, you're thinking about how upset he's going to be when he finds out that we're together. And David's like, yeah, I've been lying to him all day. And Elena says, no, you were helping me with Jeremy. And also lying to Stefan all day. Yeah, and he's like, I was, but I was supposed to do all this shit. Like, I was supposed to send you away, and I didn't do it. I was supposed to do the right thing by you and my brother. Just what I'm going to do right now is if you're going to go home. I'm going to stay here with Jeremy. I'm going to help him complete the mark. I'll teach him how to hunt protect him and will kill vampires without you. I'm setting you free, Elena. This is what I want. This is what will make me happy. She is fighting him tooth and fucking nail this whole time. It's also just like, you're fucking immortal. It's a weed. She's also He's also not setting her free. None of that is, has anything to do with their relationship. Like, he just said, go home. While well, he helps, like, he's still not doing the thing he's supposed to do. Yeah, he's essentially imposed upon her a long-distance relationship. <laughs> He has imposed upon her a boy's trip. <laughs> the worst thing a boyfriend can do to a girlfriend. And she is sobbing at him just saying, go home. That's not normal. That feels not good. Like, that would never have happened with Stefan and Elena. Like, that's just not her. <sighs> okay, so... At Salvatore House, uh, we have a Caroline and Stefan scene. Uh, Caroline's kind of like, why are you freaking out? Because I'm freaking out. And Stefan's like, I don't know. 
but I'd be happy, you know, watching Klaus get led away to a slaughter. For some reason, I feel kind of bad. <laughs> and Caroline's like, yeah, me too. He's such a big simp. <laughs> yeah, and then they, like, decide that they're going to just talk about how he's a bastard, and that's why he's like this. And Stefan's like, look, we've all done horrible things. And yeah, they kind of, like, Stefan's like, the only difference is that, like, we have family that we can trust. And Caroline's like, yeah, speaking of trust, have you heard from Damon lately? Because, um, and Stefan's like, they're together, aren't they? <laughs> and Stefan says, how together are they? And Caroline doesn't want to answer. How together are they, Caroline? <laughs> we go back to the lake house. Bonnie and Elena are leaving. Jeremy, Jeremy, Bonnie hug. And, uh, you know, he hugs her just like he hugs his sister. So it's very sexual. I mean, <laughs> we didn't talk about how when he goes to hug Elena, it looks like he's going into the kiss. We didn't talk about that. He and Elena have such a sexually charged hug in this episode. And it was... Like, distracted. He was going in for the kiss. It, it was, was going to be a kiss. <laughs> I was ready to scream. <laughs> the spell works too well. <laughs> he likes her too much now. Uh, so then, uh, Elena says goodbye to Damon. She says, I was ready to fight you on this, but suddenly every part of my body is telling me that I need to get in this car and leave you. <laughs> Ooh. And he's like, then do it. She gives him a little smooch. Um, then, uh, Stefan throws a big tantrum and he knocks over a bunch of stuff and Caroline starts crying and we're all angsty. Tyler walks into the woods and sees all his dead friends. It is sad. Then in the cellar, Tyler finds Kim's body and he's like, fuck, this sucks. But then who's hanging out in the corner? <laughs> one... April! Let's cheese brain herself is here. Finally, her brain was not annihilated so much that she couldn't go and undagger Rebecca. Yes. Congrats, April. You did it. Yeah. So then, in the town square, we see Carol. She's leaving a message for Tyler. She's drunk. Apparently, according to, like, the fandom wiki, there are, like, multiple deleted scenes that are just Carol being drunk at the party. I would love uh, that. I would love to see all those. Her last hurrah. Ugh, Carol. Uh, and she's like, where are you? You're supposed to be my ride. I'm fucking drunk. Then she sees Klaus, who is spattered in blood. She's like, I'd love to have a word with your son, Carol. And Carol says, Klaus, please don't hurt him. He's my son. He's all I have. And Klaus says, and you're all he has. Beautiful symmetry to it, don't you think? And then he drowns her. He prays Miss Carol's play. Yeah. <laughs> it's very sad. It sucks. It's Yeah, we've already talked about it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> rip. Rip to a, a real one. You know? She's a good kid. An adult woman. The minute I realized it was about to happen, I was just like, no. Yeah. Uh. Krauss stays ruining Tyler's life. Yeah. He's, again, his number one nemesis. <laughs> it's a teenage boy. 
I was so ready to be like, yeah, Klaus with sword, Klaus with sword. And then he pulls that shit. And I was like, God damn it. Jill, it's okay to be like Klaus with sword, Klaus with sword. <laughs> like, it's, it, let, let yourself deal with it. If, if it weren't for Klaus with sword, Michael wouldn't even be here. That's true. <laughs> and aren't we all happier for it? <laughs> Nothing but if not for that. So then we can cook right on over to after school special. So we open in the Mystic Falls High School gym, just like uh, all good episodes. <laughs> um, and uh, Sheriff Forbes is giving a monologue about Carol Lockwood. She's telling everyone, like, um, you know, togetherness in times of tragedy leads to healing. And one community is stronger than a thousand of its members. But how does a community stay strong after losing its leader? So like Carol was so much more than a leader. She was an open-minded friend. It's her mother taken from us too soon by a terrible accident. Uh, Tyler does not appreciate it being called an accident. (laughs) Uh, And he leaves. Um, They try to have a moment of silence uh, for her, uh, but it's just so fucking sad. Uh, Rebecca peeks around and Elena sees her and is like, what the fuck? (laughs) And Bonnie's like, are you okay? And Elena (laughs) uh, leaves to go uh, find Rebecca and then uh, Liz Forbes is like, in the wake of this tragedy, the town selected an interim mayor. And as always, we have to announce that in the high school gym. <laughs> and he says, many of you may know him. Please welcome Mr. Rudy Hopkins. And, and why would many of them know him? You guys, why would that be? Maybe you know his daughter, Bonnie Bennett, <laughs> pillar of the community, attendee of some town functions. <laughs> When she's allowed to be in that episode. <laughs> oh, God. So, um, uh, Rudy, uh, whose relationship to other characters has not yet been revealed, uh, he's like, oh, thanks. Carol Lockwood put this town first. That's why I'm here to talk to you guys. You folks are the future of Mystic Falls. Like, you can even be like, my daughter lives here. I love her. Her name's Bonnie Bennett. <laughs> she's a series regular. She's on the posters. <laughs> But that is not what happens. Uh, so Elena is in the high school hallway. She's walking around and she hears uh, someone crying. It is April. Um, she admits that this uh, mayor thing brings up stuff about her dad. Then she says, and also I know you're a vampire. <laughs> yes. April's turn. April's revenge. April. 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 Uh, so then Rebecca snaps Elena's neck. It rules. April's like, what the fuck? Was that necessary? Rebecca goes, no, it was fun, though. Absolute fucking queen. Then after the service, um, we have uh, Caroline talking on her phone to Stefan. And Caroline says, hey, you just missed the mandatory school assembly. Fucking truant. Once again, (laughs) Stefan. And Sam says, that's because I had a mandatory all-day drinking party. <laughs> the, the sad dropout who just drinks with his fake ID all day. <laughs> I know, it's also like he's at the one place in town that you can drink at, which, like, they should know he's a teen. <laughs> I mean, he can compel, that's the thing. I guess, but don't they, like, slip Ravine into the water spider once in a while? They what family members is a fucking vampire? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, so... <laughs> Um, Carol, so, like, Stefan's like, yeah, like, Elena and David had sex. Like, I'm sad. <laughs> Caroline's like, first of all, we're supposed to know that. Second of all, 
Tyler's already spiraling and he gets top priority. So guess who is not dumped yet? <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> Still number one in our girl's heart. Stefan's like, yeah, his mother's died. What do you expect? She's like, I expected him to maybe talk to me. Can we, can we have a version of this episode where like Stefan and Tyler are like having a day drinking session? Like, why are they not? And also, like, why is Damon not, like, also, like, drinking in honor of Carol Lockwood? Yeah, Damon has to stick with fucking Jeremy and Matt. No offense to Matt, but, like, the two people he just would not want to stick around with. Uh, sucks. <laughs> it's what he deserves right now. Um, so, yeah, so, like, he's like, yeah, he's all angry. It doesn't help that everyone keeps referring to his mother's death as an accident, which is really just a polite way of saying she was drunk. And uh, Stefan's like, do you think that Klaus killed her? To which Caroline replies, I don't think she drowned in her martini glass. She's just get it together. Can't do this alone. And then she hangs up on him. Helena then wakes up in the library. She casts her air. And she sees April, who says, the assembly is over. <laughs> Thanks, April. Um, April's like, the school's going to be empty soon. How many times did you compel me? And then Elena's like, Ooh. April says, don't lie. Rebecca says you lie. And Which Rebecca's fair. right. Yeah. This bitch is lie. She fucking is. Uh, and Elena says, Rebecca isn't who you think she is, April. To which April replies, what? She's not a thousand-year-old original vampire? Elena does April. seem surprised <laughs> that uh, Rebecca was that honest, which absolutely rules. Um, Elena's like, let's figure this out. Let's get out of here, but Rebecca says, sorry, that's not allowed. She comes in, why don't you take a seat? The rest of the class will be here shortly. Yeah. Also, Elena's version of figuring it out means keeping uh, this girl in, like, the, the salvatory um, cellar until the vervain's out of her system. It's just like vervain in her system. It's just a bracelet. So she's taking her bracelet and then compelling her. They're bad people. And Rebecca is right. They should all, they're all guilty. <laughs> Yeah, they're innocent. The rest of them are guilty. <laughs> Absolutely. They have gotten me to a point where I am fully on Rebecca's side. Also, I do want to say this episode uh, was written by Brett Matthews, who is the co-showrunner of Legacies with Julie Plack. And there are a lot of like very wonderful, uh, razor sharp Rebecca barbs that I feel like I want to attribute to him because, um, you know, he's good at this. <laughs> uh, so then... At the Gilbert Lake house, uh, Damon is wistfully watching the boys fight and listening to Elena's voicemail. This voicemail. And she's like, do you think what I'm feeling for you is because of the sire bond? But I hate Bobby near you. And I and he just, like, hangs up. Well, he, you know, he pauses, he pauses it. it. <laughs> you know when you're listening to a voicemail and you pause it part way through? And you're like, I'll finish this voicemail later. You put a little bookmark in the voicemail. <laughs> the classic behavior that we all love to exhibit. How many times has he listened to this voicemail? Although, honestly, again, he is 160, so maybe it's like, yeah, you know, you get a, a five-page letter from, like, someone, and you, you know, Same but that was how people it. communicated, so you would, you know, maybe he would, like, read part of someone's letter and be like, I'll finish Elena's letter. <laughs> but yeah, like, just from this part of the voicemail, Elena, like, can't handle being away from him for, like, a day. Like, that's bad. This isn't romantic. This is red flags all around her. She's She is a red flag. It, it is upsetting. 
so uh, then um, Jeremy and Matt are fighting uh, for training's sake. Uh, Jeremy, uh, like, pins the fuck out of Matt. And Matt's like, Jesus, I get it. You're a badass. And Jeremy's like, David, you see that? And David's like, couldn't miss it. It's in slow motion. <laughs> so he is not impressed. Good bird. Um, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good bird. I guess David's still got that. Um, then, uh, Jeremy's kind of just, like, begging for training to get more intense. So David's like, I'm Matt. Uh, Stacy to the bench, quarterback, kid wants a shot at the title. So we're doing sports metaphors. Um, so, uh, Matt's like, Jeremy, you are not ready for this. You know what? I'm realizing, why is Damon such a dick to Matt about his football thing when we love Damon loves football like he discovered football and he's like football's great is it because he never could go pro like the way Matt might he is just a dick to Matt because like nothing's wrong with him like like everything that's wrong with Matt is external <laughs> like he's actually just like pretty well adjusted given how difficult his life has been <laughs> he is for the most part not let it make him a worse person unlike some Damon people, like, can't think. handle it Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why aren't you a little bitch like me? Yeah. Um, absolutely. Uh, fuck him. Uh, Jeremy tries to attack Damon, and Damon, like, immediately has him by the throat. Uh, they are interrupted by the pizza delivery girl. Um, she's got their, their order, double pepperoni, three days in a row. And, uh, she's like, do you guys eat anything else? And Damon, like, she was like pops up behind her and is like, "Why are you offering?" And I was like, "This is not helping your case in general, <laughs> Damon. Stop." Fucking freak. Um, um, I'm just so upset. So he then pays her to stop giving the boys pizza. <laughs> okay. Um, and Jeremy's like, are you, like, is your plan to starve us? And he's like, if that's what it takes to make you a hunter, now run around the lake. <laughs> and then he's like, Matt, keep him company. And Matt's like, I don't have to listen to you. And he's like, you do if you want to eat. Uh-huh. And he goes, but then David goes back to listening to the voice, to the voicemail. His favorite activity. Uh, I wish you would just let me come to you. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's as if she has, like, no self-awareness. Because <laughs> she has no self-awareness, and that's the problem. <laughs> there is nothing good about this, like, for the character. Not a good uh, So then, over the grill, Stephanie's uh, drinking is interrupted by Rebecca. She's like, hey, guess what? I'm here, and I'm holding Elena hostage. Just thought you should know. And Stephanie says, who the hell was dumb enough to pull that dagger out of you? <laughs> Rebecca's like, I'll be asking the questions today. See you soon. (laughs) Absolute queen. Um, Stephen calls Caroline, and Caroline's like, I'm only ready to talk to you if you're ready to rejoin the civilization. (laughs) Stephen's like, how would you like to kill Rebecca? Caroline's like, well, you can try. (laughs) Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, So then we see uh, Liz talking to newly designated Mayor Rudy. And she's like, yeah, first speech is under your belt. Now for the fun part. Welcome to the world of careful cover-ups. We've ruled Carol's death as head trauma from a fall. That's the official autopsy. And Rudy's like, jeez, any leads on this? And uh, Liz's like, we have ideas. He's like, let me guess, sharp teeth, bad table manners? 
list, like, are you sure you want this? Six people were offered this job for you, and they all said no. He says, my reason for saying yes just walked in. It's Bonnie! <laughs> what? But how? How is he, how's that his reason? Now I'm obviously confused. Liz leaves. Bonnie sits down, and she says, hey, Dad. <laughs> Wait, um, could we go back? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Are you confused? I, well, maybe keep going through the scene. Maybe I'll get clarified a little okay. more. Okay, and he's like, hey, she says, so, far cry from being a traveling pharmaceutical rep. And he says, yeah, I noticed a few of your friends are missing from the assembly, so much for mandatory, I guess, huh? To which Bonnie replies, dad, stop. You can't come in here and start making rules. <laughs> to which she says, I think this town is going to use a few more rules. <laughs> and she says, you're forgetting, I can help protect the town. And says, I'm aware of that conversation even though it was pretty organic I picked up on something <laughs> this is Bonnie's father no. her very dad himself uh, who is now the mayor what could this bring to the dynamics of Mystic Falls Bonnie's life other elements come to bear fruit uh, I'm excited. As you know, the characters on the show always respect the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm pretty sure the mayor being Bonnie's dad is going to change everything. Uh, so then, over at Mystic Falls High, um, Caroline's like walking down. She's looking for Rebecca. She texts Stefan, uh, and then um, Stefan uh, is finds himself face to face with Rebecca, and he's like, "I'm here." What do you want? Uh, and she's like, the cure. <laughs> and Rebecca says, I hope you're not waiting for Caroline to show up and stake me because she like shows off the white oak stake. I already found her. Uh, then uh, Stefan is walked into the library by Rebecca, which uh, Michael made a good point here. Would you like to relate <laughs> that? Uh, it looked like Rebecca was taking Stefan to jail in Capture the Flag. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's basically all I've got. It's so specific, but so true. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a powerful, uh, it's a powerful feeling. You're like, yeah, you're, you're going to the jail and captured the flag. Yeah. So Rebecca reveals that she's like brought them all here to like lecture them and ask them questions, and she like does a big exposition dump about. The about the five and the tattoos and the cure for vampirism, and uh, she's like, "So where are we on all of that?" <laughs> um, and meanwhile, April is taking notes because Rebecca made like a, a quip about doing it, and she's like, "I wasn't being serious, but like actually, yeah, like go get index cards and push pins. I want a flowchart." <laughs> Which I mean, I love that for her. I mean, good for Rebecca for learning about flowcharts before she got daggered again. Not the moon landing, but... Uh, so close. I bet right now Rebecca's out there somewhere being daggered and missing COVID, and then she's going to get woken up and not told about it. She's going to be like, I missed COVID! Well, she won't even know it happened. She'll be like, there was no major pandemic event that changed the shape of humanity. Me, Klaus, tell me how COVID was, because you took it from me! 
It's honestly Never like tell. we've all been daggered. We're in our own closet. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Truly true. Uh, like Vampire Diaries more relevant than ever before. Uh, in, 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 these, in these times, in these strange times, we're all living in. We're all living in these strange times. We take back all of the criticism. Uh, Vampire yeah. Diaries knows what it was doing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, Stefan's like, you're wasting your time. We don't know anything. And Rebecca's like, really? I thought you'd do anything to save Elena, even if it meant taking the cure yourself so you could grow old and die with her. Elena looks shocked to learn this. <laughs> she barely knows who Stefan is anymore. She's forgotten. Completely forgotten who he is. And Rebecca's like, wait, why do you look so surprised, Elena? I'm missing something. What is it? <laughs> Meanwhile, we keep panning to Caroline. Candace Apple is absolutely killing me in this scene because she is like, Wah! She is so deeply uncomfortable and hates every second of this. So she just blurts out, they broke up! Literally, Caroline's existence in, like, the story is just being like, ugh. <laughs> hey, I relate. Uh, <laughs> she's like, so let us go. And Rebecca's like, wait, what the fuck? I thought Elena was your epic love, Stefan. And then she's like, what happened? You have to tell me. You're compelled. And Stefan's like, she slept with Damon. So this is how Elena finds out. Stefan knows... But that's also not what happened. Like, they broke up and then she slept with Damon. But, yeah. Wait, there's nothing wrong with the writing. I don't, I don't know what I'm talking about. What's going on? So, uh, Jeremy's practicing gun stuff. And uh, Damon's like, do it faster. Uh, and Jeremy's like, don't act like you care about my life. Care about the hunter's mark and curing Elena so she's not sired to your ass. Yep. Damon's like, well, both of those things require you to be alive. Jeremy's like, you don't know my life. And you know what? It's true. Uh, so then, uh, Biggs and Ben himself shows up. We doing? Biggs and Ben. Biggs and Ben. Don't be a lady. We doing? Biggs and Ben. He's like, did I interrupt playtime? And uh, he, and Jeremy's like, what are you doing here? And Klaus is like, I'm appreciating the sights and the smells of nature. And he's like, but where the fuck are all the dead vampires you were supposed to have produced? I mean, like, they don't need a bunch of vampires. He can kill, like, a base level vampire. Like, he's he's killed a fucking hybrid. <laughs> like, he, he, he cleavers people. Like, He's, he doesn't need to be, like, super killing machine to kill one vampire at a time. And they could just, like, hold them in front of him. <laughs> yeah. Look how jacked he is. Look at that jacked little boy. Yeah. Those packs, he do anything. I, I will say, however, like, that's not very sporting. Like, he's not, that's not really, like, giving him those hunter skills. Like, I think the whole, like, mark system has been set up so that you become pretty good as you're doing it. It's like, you know. I mean, I'm doing yeah. something similar now in a video game. It's like, if I just <laughs> cheated all of it, it wouldn't really, like... That's not how... It's not designed for me to just yeah, get just to the end. If I did cheat the hostess game, the hostess game in Yakuza 0, it would be terrible. Like, I, I have to learn how to be a good host. So my cabaret club does well, yeah. I also think he doesn't have to train because I think it just makes you good by default the more you kill. Like, yeah. I don't think Connor was running laps, but why do we know about Connor, honestly? I mean, or his life, but yeah. You just become innately good at this, and you can pick up kegs. You don't need to do <laughs> things. Yeah, he's super strong now. 
Well, he has the great power, but he needs the great responsibility to use a non-video game run. Uh, so, anyways, uh, class <laughs> is like, hey, fucking kill stuff. Like, and he gives a big speech about numbers. <laughs> Michael's <laughs> comment made me yeah. laugh so hard. <laughs> oh, I'm glad, I'm glad. <laughs> What did you say? Uh, Klaus gives a long speech where he says a bunch of different numbers, and I said, uh, well, uh, the, the vampire he's reminding me of is uh, lives on freaking Sesame Street. I appreciated that. Uh, oh, thank you. We love to have fun. Yeah, we're, we're taking any kind of joy we can. <laughs> oh my god. So, um, like, Damon, Damon's arguing that if we throw Jeremy out of the world right now, he's chum. Uh, but Klaus disagrees. He's like, I need the cure sooner rather than later. Hybrid shortage and all. How can I help? <laughs> and uh, David's like, you know, uh, you can help by allowing Jeremy to watch this demonstration. And he shoots Klaus in the chest a bunch with wooden bullets. It says, that's for Carol Lockwood. Which is the most I've liked David these entire episodes. Yeah. Necessary. And I, I, I pointed out how it sucks he couldn't even be there like to mourn his, his friend. Yeah, it's fun. with Jeremy and Matt. Again, no offense to Matt. Yeah. <laughs> Full offense <laughs> to Jeremy. All offense to Jeremy. They <laughs> <laughs> know what podcast this is. <laughs> uh, poor Matt. Uh, so then Emma Falls High School. Uh, everyone's in the library. And Rebecca's like, hmm, okay, Elaine is a trollop, likes bad boys, which explains why Stefan reeks of alcohol. But it doesn't explain it's why sweet, loving, innocent Elena could be so heartless towards Stefan. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Well, what, what could it be? Yeah, so she leans on Stefan, and Stefan explains that she was sired to David. And Rebecca's like, ooh, sire bond. What do you think about that, Elena? And Elena's like, I think you're sad and bored and in desperate need of a hobby. <laughs> I mean, this is her hobby, so that's what you get for not letting her go to homecoming that one time, Elena. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm forgiving you for that. Fucked <laughs> up. Uh, so Elena then, uh, upon being compelled, says she didn't. I didn't sleep with Damon because of the sire bond. I slept with Damon because I didn't love him. <sighs> Can we believe that? Uh, <laughs> no, like, like no confirmation that that's true at all. Like she, yeah, she doesn't know that. Like that's the thing. Yeah she, yeah, she thinks everything she's doing is because she's in love with him, which is, yep. Like, the point <laughs> is that she doesn't know. Like, that's what's fucked up. Like, maybe she would have made that choice. She doesn't care that she doesn't know. She, that, yeah. She doesn't care that she's fucked up. Doesn't seem troubled by, the, by not knowing. Because she can't seem troubled, because she's been fucking... Taken over by the Sirebot. She's been lobotomized. And I'm in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like all those good lobotomies. <laughs> I, I'm saying this because there is a good lobotomy later There's in the series. There's a good lobotomy later. Oh, well, yes. Okay, what? yes. But, no. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, um, Caroline, uh, so Caroline is like, what does any of this have to do with the cure? <laughs> good point. Rebecca's like, you are so correct. We got off track. Stefan, how do I find the cure? Except there's a professor, he knows where the cure is. Rebecca's like, great, where do I find this guy? And I'm everywhere. like, you're gonna love this guy. You're gonna... <laughs> <He's> everywhere. <laughs> Every fucking scene of this show now, Bex, he's fucking there. Just go somewhere. He'll be there. Go find Bonnie. He'll be lurking. 
He's grooming Bonnie. Go find another teenager. He'll be touching them. Go to the auditorium. He'll just be doing a presentation on fucking Silas. <laughs> just scream Silas over and over again it, and he'll come to you. Was this a school, like an official school lesson on Silas? Or was he just at the school talking about Silas? He, like, went to an event and gave a presentation on the occult for, like, an... Hmm. It was, I want to say it was an auction as well. <laughs> I don't think it was auctioned. There were things being presented, but I don't think it was, I think it was being auctioned off. Yeah, they were like, this is an occult presentation. And then he was even a judge at Miss Mystic Falls. Just imagining, like, <laughs> you know, all the, like, high school or, like, town events that were around when I was growing up that I went to, like, approximately zero of. <laughs> like... <laughs> Would see posters and just be like, and just not even like consider going to it. Like, why the fuck would anyone go? Yeah, like, <laughs> just all these like cool vampires are like, going to every single cool vampires <laughs> in Atticus Shane. Uh, so speaking of, where is Shane? He's in his office with Bonnie, and Bonnie's like ranting about her dad, which I don't like. Is um, a child. Ranting to this creepy man about her daddy issues is not okay. Nothing is okay about the story. <laughs> I will yeah, that's say. uh that's intel he should not have in his pocket. As a fits motherfucker. Speaking of Shane and his being everywhereness, I do want to bring up something that I put in the chat. Um, when they were announcing who the new mayor was, I forgot it was going to be Bonnie's dad, and I was like, is it somehow going to be Atticus Shane? I thought it was. Like, I, I didn't, because obviously I didn't know Bonnie's dad was coming. I thought they were going to do Atticus Shane, and I was really like, how the fuck did this guy become mayor? But no, it was Bonnie's dad, not her dad. It was Bonnie's dad, but it's so much better. You're telling me you asked six people and not one of them was Atticus Shane? I don't believe it. I don't think you can find six people in Mystic Falls who aren't Atticus Shane. I feel like Stefan was like, this is such a weird day. They asked me to be mayor a minute ago. <laughs> How is Damon not asked to be mayor? Maybe he just didn't answer us. Maybe when he finishes listening to that voicemail, it again goes to the next voicemail. They're like, Damon, do you want to be mayor? Hey, uh, Damon, it's Liz. Any interest in being mayor? Hit me back. Just thought I'd ask. Bye. After, after you were asking uh, Bonnie's dad, he doesn't live here. <laughs> <laughs> Damon being like, Bonnie is my dad? So, a good show that we love. A show I do love. I love so fucking much. Uh, so, um, Shane's like, listen, Bonnie, I hate to tell you this, but uh, you know what? Take that back. I'm proud to tell you this. You don't need my help anymore. And he gives her a necklace made of bone. Human bone? And Bonnie just perks up. And then he's like, it's bone. Human bone. And Bonnie's like, oh. <laughs> Queen. Um, Shane's like, legend says it was worn by Ketsia. You know, that lady who sounds hot. And she's like, she drew on it for strength. And he's like, Bonnie, you've come so far, so fast. Trust my opinion. Your magic is exactly where it needs to be. Don't trust shit, Bonnie. This man is a fucking creep. His mattress is on the floor, and I know it. One pillow. <laughs> one fucking pillow. You don't need more. Why? Why? What do you need more than one pillow? <laughs> no top sheet. 
hasn't changed the fitted sheet in six months. No one knows how to do that. That's impossible. <laughs> the only thing you can trust from Atticus Shane is the fact that he knows that Ketsia must have been hot. That is the only thing you can trust. He knows. And and that's he's like, Silas scored this total fox, Ketsia. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Silas, so he was pulling dimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so then, uh, like, like, <laughs> uh, Bonnie's like, does this mean I have to, like, leave now if you're not gonna, like, be my creepy mentor anymore? And he's like, yeah, I have papers to grade. <laughs> um, and she's like, thanks, Shane. And she leaves. And she walks down the hallway and she passes a familiar looking gentleman with perhaps some new, very blonde highlights. <laughs> Uh, and she doesn't recognize him at first because she doesn't know that she's been shipped with him online by a bunch of people who confused me. <laughs> but then she's like, wait, Cole? I also said that. <laughs> I was like, wait, is that Cole? <laughs> weird hair and he just looks very sick. And I'm like, are you okay? He looks like what three kids in a trench coat would be. <laughs> he does. He looks like Man. <laughs> he does he looks like he's dying of consumption like <laughs> he's so damn good guys so then body like runs to shane's office and it's already empty because coal works quick baby <laughs> then at the lockwoods tyler gets a phone call it's from caroline he's like i told you i don't want to talk but it's not caroline it's rebecca using caroline's phone she's like i heard like, if you're keeping all that rage bottled up inside, Caroline's worried sick about you. And then Tyler's like, Rebecca? And she's like, yeah. Hey, Tyler, her and my brother made a real mess of your life. Believe me, I can relate. You have my condolences. Ash, why don't you come down to the high school so you can accept them in person? <laughs> He's like, why the fuck would I do that? <laughs> and she says, because I have your girlfriend. Maybe you have a better shot at saving her than you did your mother. Bye that's, now! That's harsh. That, that's a harsh one. Yeah. Dang move. Tyler then throws his phone at the wall. It shatters. And he, like, takes a beat to collect himself. And is like, okay. Got his beautiful, beautiful face journey by Michael Trevino. Woo-woo. <laughs> All aboard. Speaking of face journeys, Cole's in the next scene. <laughs> and his face is taking a journey of sliding off of his face. He does not look well. Um, so Cole walks in uh, and he's like, sister, look at this. You're even worse than Klaus. <laughs> that is Cole's accent. <laughs> right? And Rebecca's like, Cole, finally, did you bring what I asked for? And he shoves Shane into the room. Um, the transcript I'm reading says library. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> then, I thought saying all this from memory. <laughs> it's actually says library. Library, but I prefer to read it as library. Which I, because I love when people call it a library. <laughs> I think it's so cute. And Scott Pilgrim, Kieran Culkin calls it a library. And we must stand. <laughs> then, at the lake house, uh, it's nighttime. Damon is uh, whittling. <laughs> Klaus has some notes. <laughs> to which David replies, I know how to whittle. Thanks. His delivery was great. David yeah. talks a lot about how he knows how to whittle, which is uh, good to me. 
I do like the, I do like that vibe of like, okay, I know you're a thousand, dude, but like, I was born in the 1800s. I know how to fucking whittle. Like, I don't, I, you know, I'm not like these 90s kids that I'm dating. I put in my thousand hours on whittling. Yes. You don't, you don't think Giuseppe Salvatore taught me how to whittle? We were doing the trees. You don't think I was bored as a Confederate soldier just whittling long into the night? My family worked in lumber. Check the lumber record. <laughs> we have. Of course, Klaus invented whittling. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so Klaus is like, I'm just kind of wondering why Jeremy hasn't killed any vampires. Uh, and Damon continues to insist, like he needs to be able to protect himself before he hunts down his first nest. And Klaus is like, Oh, here I was thinking you were the fun brother, uh, but um, he kind of is like, look. Uh, like David says, you didn't think it occurred to me to, like, test him out? He goes, the tragedy is, David, it did occur to you. And yet, you chose to ignore it. Probably to impress Elena. Which is a bitch-ass move. <laughs> me, a big old simp, i never do that. <laughs> and class is like, I've already made the necessary corrections. And David's like, excuse me? We see Pizza Girl. She shows up at the lake house. Pizza Girl's cute. I like her. She didn't deserve this. Uh, Matt is like, didn't whoa. Deserve, <laughs> didn't deserve what? <laughs> uh, Matt's like, don't tell me we ordered another pizza. And she's like, no, I'm an idiot. I ran out of gas. My phone's dead. Can I use yours? And he's like, yeah, of course. Come in. She tries to come in, but she can't. She's a freaking V. And Matt doesn't own this house because he doesn't own shit. <laughs> Because his life is sad. Jeremy is like, what are you doing here? And invites her in. He's like, I'm about to take a shower, but you're more than welcome to wait inside. Was that like a sex invite? I know. <laughs> like, are you like offering? You don't care for that. Um, so uh, she comes in and she's like, oh, cool. I can come in. Thanks. Uh, then over at Mystic Falls High. Uh, Cole is roughing uh, Shane up, which uh, makes me like him more than I've ever liked him before. <laughs> well, Shane is like fangirling over them. I, 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 every time he does it, I hate it. Yeah. I hate it so much. Yeah. Rebecca's like, where's the cure? And Shane's like, compulsion won't work. It's a little trick I picked up into Tibet. <laughs> One of the worst uh, things I've ever heard anyone say. <laughs> <laughs> Shane is one of those, like, white dudes who's like, my trip to Asia deeply affected me, and now I just feel, like, so much more in touch with, like, no, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Not a fan. How is Damon the only one who sees his garbage? And it was also, like, more important to him to say that, like, I actually learned something in Tibet that uh, makes me not, than to, like, get out of that situation okay, because he could have just lied and then they would have left. Yeah. <laughs> but instead, like, he was like, know. he guaranteed he would be brutally tortured. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <sighs> so Rex is like, cool, guess we'll just do this the old-fashioned way and fucking torture you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, then she goes back to the library. Everyone's still sitting there. And she's like, ooh, thick with tension in here. Elena, truth or dare? Um, they all try to resist. She's like, no, 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 no. You're compelled. Play along. Truth or dare? And Elena says, dare, which Rebecca dares her to tell the truth. And I'm like, come on, that's sissy shit. Who do you like? Who do you like, <laughs> Elena? And like straight up, that is it. She's like, tell Stephanie the truth about David. 
I have, and- I have a question. Why did Stefan stop drinking Vervain? Klaus is still in town and he's still a little bitch. So maybe it was a condition of there was a Vervain shortage um after what happened with April's family. Yeah, I guess that's farm. it, right? It's just not there. Yeah. I guess there's it's yeah, they're they, took the, they took the Salvatore's uh Sash. Yeah. There's I think that's it. I think I think that's what it is. That works, right? Yeah. We'll give you that one, guys. <laughs> um, so she says, being with Damon makes me happy. And Rebecca says, makes you happy. Clowns make you happy, Elena. Dig a little deeper. That's like, a fair point. Rebecca's also, like, so old-fashioned. She's like, what makes the teens happy? Clowns? <laughs> Imagine if, like, her, her kegger, there were just a bunch of clowns. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca saw a cool clown back in her day. She's never forgotten. Rebecca being, like... Because, like, for us, you know, our whole lives, clowns have been, like, the scary clown is, like, the main clown, so it's, like, not subversive. But, like, Rebecca, old enough so that she sees a scary clown, it's like, that's the most fucked up thing <laughs> I've ever heard Those of. Those are kids! Those are for teens! Just Rebecca seeing Pennywise and puking. <laughs> <laughs> God, where is the Rebecca spinoff where she's just experiencing new things? Uh, like, because we really don't get to see her catch up. Like, she like is gone for like an episode after she's undaggered, and then she's just like playing with phones and stuff. And I'm like, Rebecca, did you like get a like all the stuff like <laughs> matrixed into your head or something? Right? Like, come on. Yeah. So then Elena goes on to explain. When she's with Damon, it feels unpredictable and like she is free. Unlike when she is with Stefan. The motorcycle! Uh, <laughs> yeah, hi! Uh, you go in on a motorcycle. Sounds free to me, I'm bitch! I'm forget that stupid fucking scene. You made me watch it. <laughs> stupid show. I hate so, that scene so much. It's so fucking stupid. It's so, do you remember the motorcycle? I don't, but we can move. It's okay. <laughs> Good for you. I'll have, um, I'll have heard it. Uh-huh. The next time I listen to this, I'll have heard you guys describe the motorcycle, and then I'll be going, shut up, Michael, you already heard about this in the present, so we're good. So, uh, Elena says, lately, I feel like I'm a project. If I have a problem that needs to be fixed, I think I make him sad, but I can't be with someone like that, because when he looks at me, all he sees is a broken toy. (sighs) She is a problem that needs to be fixed. (laughs) I feel like I'm just, like, talking in circles, honestly. Like, again, there is, like, like we, we've had this whole thing set up, the idea, like, Damon likes her as she is, Stefan wants her to change again, and that, that's, like, a way to tell a story. If you wanted to do Elena becomes a vampire, and when her feelings for Damon heighten, and when her, like, when different things become a problem, and different parts of her personality magnify, it ends up that, like, she and Damon work better than she and Stefan do. That, you're allowed to tell that story. But when you do this, we get into territory that's, like, uh, less fun. (laughs) Yeah. Also, broken toy? That, um, really, really fucking bummed me out. I didn't care for that. That is so trivial, and Stefan has never once treated her like she exists purely for his amusement. And he's mad she's not doing her, like, old Elena song and dance anymore. 
he's worried about her. Like, she is acting differently. She cares more about Damon than she does her own brother. Like, this, things are not okay. She lashes out at her friends for being worried about her because she's not herself. I don't like it. <laughs> That's what I have to say about it. Yeah. I don't like it. It's a good I'm ready for it to be over. Okay. Sorry we're being so negative, but it's hard not to be, you guys. And I did put in the chat, I think, in the previous episode, but I obviously don't know where it's going. But I had a moment where I was like, if they pull the shit where it's like her love is stronger than the bond and that's why it's okay, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> it's like, how do you fucking measure that? Uh, <laughs> Especially the that. Like, the bond is also, like, so, like, amorphous and, like, ill-defined that it's also just, like, all we know is that he's, like, go. And she's, like, even though I don't want to, I have to. And I'm, like, well, that sounds like you have no free will. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to, but, like, I really feel like I should do it. It's, like, it's because he told you to. No, I'm not talking like this because I'm coke. Um, I'm on coke. It's because I'm excited. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've I had coke that, and I'm okay. excited. Thank <laughs> <Yes. laughs> hey, God. So, um, she says, do you still love Stefan? And Elena says, yes. So are you still in love with Stefan? And Elena says, no. Um, and Rebecca taunts Stefan and is like, did that hurt? Having someone you love drive a, drive a dagger through your heart? And Stefan's like, go to hell. And Rebecca's like, no, answer me. Did it hurt? And Stefan says, yes. And Rebecca says, welcome to the last 900 years of my life. And I'm like, okay, here we're getting kind of good. I'm like, if you really want it, like, you really, then you've got to make her do details. You've got to, like, ask Caroline what she thinks and make her be honest. Because, yeah, Caroline's not really anything here, but to be like, why are we talking about this? It's all the, she uses Caroline for here. Yeah, and to lure Tyler, which is also just, like, use your weapons more appropriately. Also, like, you can draw this out a little longer before you call in Tyler. Like, if you want to be a shitster, like, stir it for a minute, you know? Hold on. Expect better of you. <laughs> so, uh, Rebecca's like, uh, Tyler runs in, and Rebecca's like, great, you're here. Things were getting really depressing. <laughs> and she's like, listen to the rules carefully, everyone. You stay in the building. No vamp running in the hallways. And Caroline's like, vamp running from what? See, this Rebecca, is I was like, wait, what? Because she, she didn't say zoop. So I'm like, what is the point of vamp running? <laughs> I know. I'm like, that sounds dumb. Say zoop, Rebecca. <laughs> the cool word that we use. Um, so she compels Tyler to turn, uh, which, you know, he, once he's in his wolf form, he cannot control it. And he'll just try to bite the shit out of them and they'll all die. So she's like, yeah, that's the whole fucking point. I've exhausted all your knowledge. Now I have a professor to help me find the cure. And you're just competition. So whoever finds it first gets to decide what to do with it. Use it, share it, destroy it, save it. And I want that to be me. And uh, Tyler's like, but if I turn, I'll kill them. She's like, yeah, I know. She's like, da doy. Then at the lake house, um, like uh, the girl uh, tackles Matt to the ground and I'm like, honestly, same. Um, and Matt tries to show her off. And then Jeremy comes in and stakes her. And Damon, like, sees everything that's happening as he walks in. is like, ooh. And Jeremy's hunter's mark grows on his body. Then, back at Mystic Falls, Bonnie walks into the science lab inexplicably. And she's like, 
Like, she sees April there. Which, April's there. Is that where the, the note cards are? I guess. She's been there for a while. Really wants to do right by Rebecca. Swiss cheese uh, brain. But also, yeah, why Bonnie. is Bonnie there? Well, she explains that she did a GPS, like, she did, like, a locator spell to find Shane. Uh, oh, and that's when and I got mad. April. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, she's there for him, and she doesn't know anything about her friends. Yeah, which, to be fair, she just, like, the whole Cole thing just happened, and she saw him, like, snatch. But she doesn't know about her friends after she learns about them, either. Yeah. Uh, so, April's like, yeah, Rebecca told me you're a witch, and she has Stephanie and Caroline tell she's getting them to actually tell the truth for a change. Bonnie is unfazed by that. She's like, well, Shane can't be compelled. She'll just torture him to find out what he knows. Yay! He's my number one priority, obviously, because me, Bonnie, I don't care about my friends. And uh, April's like, well, what are you looking for? Bonnie's looking for salt. She needs it to do some expression. Uh, She picks up her bone necklace owned by the likely hot Ketsia and she stares at it and she does some magic salt lights on fire cut to Cole torturing Shane and he's like screaming where's the cure and he's like repeatedly like drowning him over and over again but it is not working um Rebecca shows up and she's like you're human why the fuck do you want it anyway and then Shane says that's the beauty of this you can have it I just want Silas Silas is so cool, so <laughs> hot, so hot and cool. I want to see Silas in a leather jacket. He's cool. He'll probably teach me how to do cool skateboarding tricks. <laughs> uh, so um, Cole's like, silence. <laughs> and um, like Cole is not into it. He starts drowning him again. He's like, no, you can't free Silas. <laughs> Meanwhile, April starts, like, choking. Suddenly she can't breathe, right, while um, Shane's being drowned. Suspicious. And right after Bonnie's done this protection spell, um, Bonnie's like, wait, what the fuck is happening? Like, April's spinning up water. It's scary. Um, Rebecca tries to stop Cole. It's no use to us dead. But Cole's like, no, no, no. Silas will kill us all. We can't work with this guy. And Rebecca doesn't believe Silas exists. She thinks he's a fairy tale. And Shane's like, Silas is very real. I know where he's buried. He's Dude, very I got the spell that wakes him. I <laughs> will off, nerd. I'm going to compliment Cole and the writing of Cole right here. Um, so this is a little bit of a spoiler, but like, so, <laughs> yes, Cole Corner. Cole Corner. Um, but like one of the things about Cole um, in the Michaelson family is that like he was always more in tune with the witch side of the family. So, like, he, of course, he would know everything about the Silas stuff and all that. So, this is actually a nice touch, kind of like the introduction of that, I guess. Yeah, I, I um, fully agree. I'm down for anyone who doesn't like Professor Shane. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so, Cole's like, wait a second, you're lying. Can't get to him. And Shane's like, without his tombstone, doesn't to die of blood sacrifice? Believe me, I know. I've done it. Those massacres are a pain to engineer. He confesses so easily to them. Why, like, why didn't Damo do a little torture on him? Like, instead of just, like, it's bringing it up every thing. time. <laughs> we, just, we just bring it up at events every time, because Shane's at every fucking event. Like, <laughs> slap him around a bit. He would have told you the whole thing. Would have loved to see it. So, um, she's like, this is, it's a noble sacrifice and temporary. Because once I raise Silas, Silas raised the dead. 
He'll bring back every last soul who died on his behalf. So we can into it. He, like, wants his wife and kid back, I guess. Ugh, cool mode is still murder. Um, I would say also, like, Rebecca realizes he's the one who got the council blown up, which actually, like, in theory, like, why would Rebecca care? But Rebecca said a long time ago, if you can remember that, that she would help April find out, like, what happened with her dad. So, like, Rebecca, being a good friend, is just getting the confirmation, which is actually nice. And Rebecca is good. And you know what? Stephanie, Caroline, and Elena can all shove it. Yeah. Not happy with them right now. Uh, so, um, Rebecca's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, noted for my dear friend, April. Um, and, uh, Cole stabs the fuck out of Shane. In the lab, April starts bleeding because they're connected. Um, Bonnie's freaking out. Then uh, in the library, Tyler is like destroying the library because that helps him not become a werewolf. <laughs> I love like that. That is not me being sarcastic. That is a staple of the genre. I love it. <laughs> what a king he's like ah, i can't fight it get out of here why didn't they run sooner he's doing he's like oh, he's just what a king like he's laying it on thick he is not afraid to be a little campy with it i what trevino you're an angel i love you so we start running. Uh, we run to the hallway. Um, they shut the door and like slide an, a- an emergency like axe through the handles. They're trying to barricade it, but uh, it is no use. Tyler is ramming against that thing. He is a strong boy. Meanwhile, uh, Shane seems to be dead and lying on the ground. And Cole's like, "You should be thanking me." And Rebecca's like, "Why the? <laughs> you killed my only chance at finding the cure." Why the fuck would I thank you, you butthole? <laughs> but Cole is like, Silas on the loose would be hell on earth. Frankly, sister, I don't think you can handle it. And then he pulls out the white oak steak. No, he's like, Silas would be too hot for you, sister. You, if you saw him do one skateboarding trick, you'd melt. <laughs> You saw him do one ollie. Well, now I think we're giving Jill, like, the wrong impression of science. I am. And he doesn't do skateboarding tricks. That's a joke just made up for Professor Shane. <laughs> uh, he has uh, every uh, Arcade Fire album on vinyl. Ugh, cool. I don't, know, I don't know what Shane likes. Fuck him. Um, <laughs> eat shit, Shane. Uh, so, uh, like, uh, Cole reveals that he, like, got the white oak ash steak from Rebecca and he's like, yeah, I got it all too easily, you know, implying that she, you know, just doesn't have the stuff, uh, which is rude. So then, um, Professor Shane, now left alone, wakes up and he's like, Bonnie, get her name out of your mouth. Meanwhile, Bonnie is trying to help April, who is now unconscious and full of her own blood. She's screaming for help. Elena and Stefan rush in and they're like, what the fuck? And uh, Bonnie's like, he did a protection spell that accidentally linked Shane to April. Um, and she explains that she didn't know what she was doing. Usually she feels pain or she bleeds when she does something that intense. But this time she just felt more and more power. And uh, she does not get rid of Shane completely from her life after this. Uh, so Stephanie feeds April some blood. She gasps and wakes up. Um, and she's like, Bonnie, get her out of school. Be careful, Tyler's out there, he's being a wolf. And Bonnie's like, but what about you? And she's like, well, we can't leave. We're back, we're back, I can call us. He's like, just go, deal with all of this later. So then 
we are left with uh, Seth and Elena. Elena is asking if they can talk about all of this. And he's and Seth's like, talk about what? Like, how many more ways are there for you to rip my heart out? And uh, Elena says, she's sorry. And he's like, sorry that it happened or sorry that I found out. She's like, I'm sorry about all of it. Really, like, I didn't mean to hurt you. I didn't want that. Which, like, okay. Um, so then Rebecca shows up and she's like, ugh. They're my least favorite people, always the most durable. <laughs> I love that line. Uh, absolute queen shit. Uh, we cut to the gym. Tyler is lying naked and hu- and in his human form uh, on the floor near uh, like the table with all the candles and all the memorial stuff. Um, Caroline has found him and she like covers him up and he says he's so sorry. And she's like, what? None of this is your fault. He goes, yeah, it was. This whole thing is my fault. And he starts crying, and he's like, I should have saved her. No! I got a little misty. <laughs> of course you did. Fuck that shit. Poor baby boy. Why does Ezekiel Shane get to live and Carol has to die? Mm-hmm. Fucked up. <laughs> you don't care for it. Um, so then back in the lab, um, Stefan is like, leave Elena out of this. This is between us. And she's like, what the fuck? Do I need to rip your bleeding heart from your chest to show you the scar tissue that is Elena Gilbert? And she's like, you know there's a solution to all of this. I could compel him. I could erase all of his memories of you, and I could take away his love for you and give you both a clean slate. Just say the word, and I'll make you and all of the misery you caused for him disappear. Elena looks, like, fucking shocked by this. Stefan says, do it. Erase it all. Every memory. And Elena's like, what the fuck? Like, Stefan, no. And Stefan says, do it. And Rebecca looks at him for a moment very seriously. And laughs and just goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, like, absolute queen shit. We must stand. We have no choice but to stand. <laughs> like, good for her. She's like, be far too easy. I refuse to make you forget her. But, like, Klaus made you forget me. But at least you know how he really feels. Consider your eternity of pain my revenge, Stefan. I've used you for all your worth, so now you're free to go. Queen, 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 queen. Dang, dang, dang. Pretty good. Pretty good shit. That's pretty good. <laughs> and it, that wasn't, like, part of her initial plan, which is why I'm like, come on, girl. But, like, by then, she, she rang them out pretty good. <laughs> I'm doing a ringing of a towel just <laughs> from uh, this, this. Is that what that is? Yeah, I'm ringing a little towel. <laughs> Isn't that also like a snake fight? Oh yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. Absolute queen shit. Um. Elena tries to get Stefan to stay, but he just leaves because he understandably does not want to hang out with her anymore. Then Shane's office. Uh. He's ch- you know changing his shirt. Bonnie comes in. And he's like, eh, looks like I miscalculated. Cole's gonna be a problem. And she's like, I almost killed someone. That's what you miscalculated. And he's like, well, that's only because you didn't know the extent of your abilities. Well, maybe you should have fucking told her. Um, And she's like, my father just became the mayor. I can't be out doing black magic. (laughs) (laughs) What? 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 Um, And she's like, that's not what expression is. Like, it's a way of doing magic that isn't monitored by nature and spirits. It isn't good or bad, but it also has no limits. So how do you use it is up to you. He says, that's, like, that's what I'm here for to help you. Listen to me. You are the key to everything. 
I'm not going to let anything bad, like bad happen to you. I love to tell a teenage girl she's the key to everything <laughs> and that I'm the only one who can teach her about the power she wields and the only one who can protect her. I think that's good behavior. <laughs> Ooh. No thanks. <sighs> yeah. Body, like, come on. Like, honey, these are textbook red flags. Like, any TV show you watch with teens has had a story about an adult like this. Come on. You watch Nino? We know you do. Because you call it Nino. I'm sure 90210 did a story with a guy just like Atticus Shane. They did, yeah. See? Bonnie did not learn. It was really good. It was like from the one legitimately good season of the show. And it's like the show was never that good ever again. Uh, we'll see. Maybe Bonnie just didn't watch. Um, maybe she got too busy with magic. Um, this is why you can never stop watching TV. Because then you miss out on important stuff. Uh, so then uh, Damon is burying an innocent woman. And his phone rings. It's another innocent woman. <laughs> it's Elena. And he's like, hope your day's going better than mine. Gotta say, I'm liking the odds. And she's like, Stefan knows about us. Fuck. And David's like, yikes. <laughs> For the first time all week, I'm happy to be far away. And she says, how's Jeremy? And he says, that depends on how much you trust me. And Elena says, you know that I trust you. <sighs> cool answer. Um <laughs> David's like, well, I think he's going to get through this just fine. And she's like, cool. Thanks for looking out for him. I don't need any more details. <laughs> and David's like, yeah, um, well, uh, I told them if they were good, I'd buy them ice cream. So got to go. And she's like, not yet. Something happened today. And she's, you know, I realized, like, something about you, about us. And you can say that it's the sire bond. And you know what? Maybe... Maybe it is. I'm telling you. Like that. Like, why does she, she keep saying things like that? Like, like that's bad. Every time. It's like, I don't care if I'm fucked up. I don't care if I have no free will. And she says, it is, but I'm telling you, it's the most real thing that I have ever felt in my entire life. I love you, Damon. I love you. And Damon says that he he's like obviously like conflicted. He's like, I'm gonna get the cure for you. I'm going to have to do things that you're not going to like. And Elena's like, Damon, and he's, listen carefully, get in your car right now. Come to me. <laughs> she says she'll be there soon. Cool. <laughs> he hangs up the phone and he looks at the sky and he smiles and he goes right back to burying that innocent woman. <laughs> Having a great, kicks his, fuck, licks his fucking heels because what a great fucking day. <laughs> Head of the Salvatore boarding house, uh, Stefan's having a drink, Rebecca shows up, and uh, we, we understand that actually Stefan called Rebecca. He's like, you still want to find that cure? And she's like, yeah, more than anything, I want to ram it down Niklas's throat and look at his eyes as he realizes he's mortal again. But Shane's dead, and you're useless, so I'm right back to where I started. Um, and Stefan explains that Shane is not dead, there was uh, a little spell done, so he is fine. And Rebecca's like, well, you didn't have to tell me that, so why am I here? Stefan says, you're right. I'm going to be here for an eternity, and I'll go insane if I don't know how Elena feels about my brother. She says, well, if you really want the cure, you should know Shane has an agenda, and it's, like, fucked up. Like, he organized dozens of people to die in sacrifice. He admitted to the council explosion where 12 people died, and I'm guessing it's not a coincidence that 12 hybrids died at the hands of my brother. And Stefan's like, 12 deaths? That's expression shit. 
for real? And Rebecca's like, yeah, for real. <laughs> and Seth's like, okay, well, I guess we have to figure out how to manage him while we find the cure for ourselves. And Rebecca says, there's no we. Seth says, listen, I hate my brother, you hate yours, but David's got Jeremy, Klaus has the sword, Shane has Bonnie. You and I are the only ones left with nothing. You said it yourself, right? Whoever finds the cure first gets to decide what to do with it. So what do you say? You want to be partners? Dream team. Then the Mystic Grill, uh, April actually uh, tells some adults about what's happening. <laughs> um, she's like, hey, uh, Professor Shane did this. It's fucked up. She tells Liz and Mayor Rudy. She's like, it's time this entire town started telling the truth. Which, like, fair. I mean, she would think that telling these adults would mean the town told the truth, but like, Liz Forbes ain't letting anyone tell no truth. <laughs> Then our final scene, we are in a, uh, you know, presumably a bar by the... I'm sorry, is this bar called Xanadu, but like spelled like that? Yeah, Z-A-N-A-D-E-W. Okay, that like owns, like that's, this is good. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, yes, I do. According to the transcript, it's called that. Maybe the sign said it. I did not New metal Xanadu. That's so um, good. There are all of these like people lying around, seemingly dead, and J- Jeremy, Matt, Damon, and Klaus walk in. Klaus is very happy. He's pouring himself a drink at the bar, and he's like, I was worried you guys wouldn't find the place. And Jeremy's like, what the fuck? And Matt's like, did you kill all these people? Klaus says, not exactly. They're in transition. Killing them is your job, Jeremy. And Jeremy looks to David and says, you said you were going to convince Klaus to do this another way. And David says, well, I thought about it. And then I realized his idea was better. Okay, fucking Kendall Roy, whatever. End of episode, Vampire Diaries. Oh, while your brainwashed girlfriend's on her way to come, like, fuck you? Like, yay? Yeah, hurry up so I can have weird coercive sex with your sister. (laughs) that She's not allowed to not consent to. (laughs) Sorry, Jill. Yay! Yep. <laughs> we did it. Should we should we move right into rankings? Uh, sure. I just want to say, Jill, there will be a shift in the Cyberbond story very soon. I wish it would be sooner, but very soon there will be a shift. I don't know if you'll like it more. <laughs> there will be a shift. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Something to look forward to. I am curious to see if I will like it more. <laughs> I don't think so. I forget. Again, it's all a blur. <laughs> Truly, I'm like, I am like thinking about the place where the cure is now, and everything in between now and then is like blurry to me. It's because so, like, the race for the cure yeah. is, is not the end of the season. Yeah. It's before the end of the season, actually. Yeah. Just, yes. So, Afterwards, I'm like, I don't know what happens. Yeah. I don't know what happens at the end of the season. Uh, oh, Besides one, one thing. Yeah. <laughs> one thing that is good. Yeah. It's, it's uh, going to be fine. It's going to be okay. Things will be good again. They will. Things will happen this season, I hope. In the okay. future. I'm sure of it. <laughs> Michael Trevino's in this show. I was going to say, we did the the bad episode, and that had a good Tyler moment. So there will be, you know, some small wins. Yeah. Yay. Good. Good. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, do you want to do rankings? Yeah, I can do my rankings. Um, 
I have six this week. Ooh. You couldn't you couldn't narrow it down. I couldn't. Everyone just rules so hard. But coming in <laughs> at number six Ooh. is Matt. Oh Hell yeah. You changed the rules just to put Matt there. Yep. <laughs> Had to get Matt in Patrick, there. He's the only one that's still the same. <laughs> You got a little heart. I wrote it. <laughs> Coming in at number five, we have Stefan. Yeah, baby. bad baby. Uh, four, we have Klaus. Hell yeah, big Stefan. Three, we have Caroline. Ooh. Um, number two is Rebecca. Hell and yeah. Number one uh, should not be a surprise at all. <laughs> Atticus, <laughs> Atticus Shane, <laughs> tied with Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy's take time. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's do crushes first and then boy corner. Let's yeah. uh, hit him with something big after we get horny. <laughs> uh, crushes. I don't know. Um, Caroline was hot in the fake snow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'll give you my crushes. I, uh, I, I lack horniness after watching these episodes. Caroline, I agree with for episode one and episode two. Pizza girl, uh, pizza girl, yeah. so she's cute. really cute. Like she's 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 great. Pizza girl was really cute. I was like Matt, get with pizza girl. I think Matt wanted to get with pizza girl. They had vibes. I was like like fucking like Klaus cock blocked like Matt by making her thirst for his blood, um, and that's fucked up. Uh, my crushes are Caroline and Tyler. Because uh, I'm allowed to do that in the first one, because they're so dang cute, and they're both male fancy little yeah. outfits. Uh, and then my crush for the second episode is Rebecca, because she's being hot and she's putting people's feet to the fire, and nothing's yeah. hotter yeah. than putting people's feet. To the fire. Rebecca is hot. I guess I'll, I'll add her to my my list. Yep, she is my crush for the second episode for sure. Um, first episode is not Caroline. <laughs> it is Klaus oh. with sword. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I will forgive him for Carol (laughs) simply because he is holding a sword covered in blood. (laughs) Oh, wow. It is kind of like his peak form, so you gotta give it up. (laughs) Well, if there's one thing that could make the episode, just give a little pep and separate. Boys, 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 Quiet, please. Uh, number three. <laughs> this is boys' time. Uh, number three. What's up, the floor? Unfortunately, Jeremy, in getting very large uh, to my eyes in a way that is uncomfortable to look upon, uh, captures a key boy uh, dynamic of getting too swole. Like Jeremy, uh, he he doesn't. He's mis uh, he's misunderstanding 
uh, his place in the masculine spectrum uh, <laughs> and how he can best uh, epitomize that. And in doing so, nails a little bit of boy energy. He gets on the board. He gets on the board. Number two, Tyler Lockwood. Uh, he, oh, yeah. Tyler becomes an orphan in this episode. And an orphan whose friends all die tragically is a powerful type of boy. This is a hero. This is like the beginning of Tyler's story. This is his origin. He is at his lowest. He is a tortured uh, leader boy. Uh, this is, I see only good things happening to Tyler from here on out. Uh, he is, pro the potential boy energy, it, it's crackling. It's very good position for Tyler. The number one boy, surprising zero fucking people, is Klaus Michelson. I am going to now lay out one of the cardinal boy laws. <laughs> the boy with the sword is in charge. Okay? Klaus had the sword. While you were 30 generations away from being born, Klaus was mastering the blade. Oh my god. And he showed us that this week. Easily, easily, number one boy, sword boy, boy law, sword boy, Klaus, number one boy. And I uh, look forward to discussing him the next time I'm on in a little more detail. This has been your boy quarter. Wait! Out of Shane or a cool Michelson. <laughs> oh, no, bad boy is not good. <laughs> I'm a bad boy. Oh, shit boys, guys. <laughs> shit boys. The boy has spoken. He's the boy shit. has finally spoken on Cole Michelson, and he's a shit boy. <laughs> yeah, do you have any opinions on Cole? Uh, <laughs> he's in definitely, like, the top six originals. <laughs> I will say, I will say, I know that Having I have not watched the originals. I could have very, very strong Cole feelings after watching an entire show called The Originals. I do not currently have strong Cole feelings that point in a positive direction. They, in fact, point in a negative direction. He is... I mean, at, like, he's just, like, Klaus, but not as much. And, like, like he's, there, he's there to show you... Like, he's the little puppy. And Klaus is the big, strong wolf. So, like, yeah. Like, he's the, like, like, he's Scrappy-Doo. He's little Scrappy-Doo scra gloves. But, like, he's Scrappy-Doo, but scra but he's a thousand years old. So, like... <laughs> Ken is Scrappy-Doo. I'm a thousand-year-old. Like, Scrappy-Doo has been Scrappy-Doo for a thousand years, not counting, I'm sure, a few centuries he was daggered or whatever. Good shit. Yeah. <gasps> we did it. Yay. We did it. What are, our, what are our next two? Catch me if you can, and a view to a kill. <laughs> Named after uh, one movie that's really good. And one movie with Timothy Dalton. <laughs> Both movies I'd probably rather watch than these episodes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's happening in this episode. It's just because it's season four and what we've been dealing with. <laughs> hey, I fucked up. I fucked up. That's a Roger Moore Bond movie. I fucking apologize. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm going to lose a lot of boy cred right now. I do not particularly care for James Bond. I like Casino Royale, the movie, and that's basically it. I think the new one could be really good, but that's all I fucking... 
that's that's my only bond thought really i agree i like but john I am not a boy. like pierce brosnan <laughs> he was hot i like pierce brosnan the actor there's a uh in i prefer his singing i want him Shut to up. sing more one of the, <laughs> the best ever uh movie where a guy was in it before he was notable at all and his notoriety then enhances the movie is Pierce Brosnan has a very small but pivotal role in the movie The Long Good Friday which is like a gangster movie like he doesn't have a name he's in like two scenes but it it, it makes it so much fucking better that it's Pierce Brosnan it it's cool as shit Cause, and he's young as hell. He's like, he's like, is he, a fox? he is a fox and he's like, he is a nameless assassin, basically. It's cool as hell. Okay. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> um, thank you so much for uh, bearing with us up until this point. <laughs> stand yeah. by until season six. <laughs> <laughs> no, there is good shit. There is good shit coming. Uh, but how soon? I, I will say, you. He... I couldn't tell you. Morale is low, folks. <laughs> what is happening in these next two episodes, actually? Uh, oh, there's some, there's a really fun thing coming, like, if, what, an episode, then we'll have another episode. The third one has some fun stuff to talk about. I, I will say, I think season five is way better than season four. I think. It's not just, like, nothing good until season six. Like, season five picks it up, I think. My ranking was five, four, seven, right? I, bl- oh, I think yeah. that's accurate. I think that was it, yeah. It, I, yeah, I don't know. Seven, I, I'm interested to watch. I'm not interested. I mean, I'll, I'll watch. We're going to watch Seven again. I mean, there's and, a reason why I, Seven's so low. Besides, like, the characters we hate. But, like, there's a, a, a big change, so. But honestly, it kind of feels like that's happening right now, so. <laughs> In a way. <laughs> it's basically the same thing. You, yeah, so maybe I'll be less mad. <laughs> But I really hate those characters also, though. I do. More than Atticus Jane. <laughs> I don't know if I hate them more than Atticus Jane. <laughs> yeah, maybe I will once they show up. Um, but Remember, just... the black one doesn't speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, God. That's, oh, uh, it's... Remember mm. that. Remember that. I forgot about that. Just when you thought they couldn't get any worse with their racial... Like, I forgot about that. I forgot about yeah. that. Oh, boy. Oh. He doesn't feel good. Oh. Like to 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 do that after so. Like, weren't they told? Oh they boy, were told they were definitely told by that point. Oh, oh boy. Anywho, after well, after season six, also. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're just gonna have to like do one episode of season seven. <laughs> Uh, time to plug, I guess. Yes. <laughs> cut by plugs. It's cut by plugs. You can find me on Twitter at LaFergs. Don't plagiarize my writing. <laughs> <laughs> We're giving you her social media, but don't get carried away. Kids, full MLA citations in the essays for Latoya's work. <laughs> Uh, you can follow this podcast on Instagram at Empire Diaries Pod or on Twitter at Amp Diaries Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Lurgan Moodich and any other social media form duration following me on I'm at that. Uh, I don't know. Do you have a okay letterbox? <laughs> <laughs> 
You can find me on Twitter at Jilbo Baggins with two I's instead of two L's and oh, any yeah. other social media <laughs> at Jill D-E-F-I. This actually reminds me, we haven't threatened to fight anyone in a long time, actually. We're too busy fighting the show. Yeah. I know our aunties love that bit, and we haven't done that really often, actually. I think because morale is low. <laughs> we don't have we the just, energy to fight. We have no will to bully. I think we keep truly just fighting truly black. Uh, Michael. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, Michael Chasen on Twitter and M Chasen on uh, on Letterboxd. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I got going on. <laughs> cool. Always know how to end the episodes. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Love you, Mike.